0: It'll be an anniversary or uh, really anything at all. You applaud for no reason. So, uh, once again, I say, where are you from? (laughs) We'll get you another time. Well, see, Jenna has to pay a $600 fine. There goes W's tax rebate.
1: Well, what do you know? Not much, you. From Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania to Sacramento, California, okay. it's Michael Felbins, What Do You Know from PRI, Public Radio International. That's John Tulin and Piano, Jeff Hammond on bass, and I'm Jim Packard. In this hour of What Do You Know, Stephen Rees, author of Who Am I? and the What Do You Know Quiz. Support for What Do You Know comes from Public Radio International affiliate stations and the Public Radio International Program Fund. Support is also provided by Boca. Boca products taste, look, and cook like real meat, but are meatless. Boca offers burgers, nuggets, breakfast patties, and links. Available in the frozen section of grocery and natural food stores nationwide. Boca, you won't believe they're meatless. On the web at bocaburger.com. Support is also provided by Wisconsin Tourism. With sparkling lakes, spectacular wilderness, and four delightful seasons, we can think of hundreds of reasons to visit and thousands more to stay. Stay just a little bit longer in Wisconsin. For your free getaway guide, visit TravelWisconsin.com. Now, the man who thinks the family should go on a family vacation, Michael Feldman! Black line. Black line exactly.
0: Thank you, yes. Thanks. Wow, you know, it's a family vacation. The family should leave. They I should keep waiting and, they, you, know, you know, they're still there and they hang around and they're not even making plans as far as I can tell. So I guess, uh, you know, Jenna paid uh, 600 bucks. Well, of course, he pays it, you know. Here's his birthday, 55 years old. He expect to kick back and relax a few years right. in the White House and then all this, the daughters, all this comes down, you know. 600 bucks he was looking forward to having to stimulating his economy. So I guess he won't be stimulating his economy. You know, he could stimulate theirs. They're not so old that they couldn't still get their economy stimulated. I'll tell you. <laughs> or maybe they are, actually, right. at this point, yeah, I think about it. But uh, So, actually, a related story. 84% of a survey, 84% of teenagers support a drinking age of 21. Uh, and the remaining 16% can't get a fake ID for some reason.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so that's
0: interesting. I was really, kind of related to this whole thing with it. The Bush girls are split evenly on this, uh, Barbara being the stick in the mud, of course. But. <laughs> Elsewhere in the Emerald City, uh, Cheney gets his heart. Uh, Colin has the courage. Even Bob Dole is back in Kansas. <laughs> Can the wizard do nothing for W? <laughs> A new Bush administration policy gives an unborn child medical coverage, but he loses it at birth, so that's... APPLAUSE uh, Plus, you have to pay the premiums every trimester <laughs> and he has to do it in person, so it's a, it's a difficult criteria to me. Um, Mr. Bush is currently debating in his mind whether to stem stem cells uh, and, and if they are entitled to insurance coverage as well, so that's the currently debate going on. Preparation W shrinks lease 181 in the Gulf of Mexico 40 percent. Those are the drilling, uh, drilling area in the Gulf, actually, has been shrunk. Uh, President uh, Jr. allowed his brother Jeb to save some face in Florida by letting the oil take an extra half day or so to wash up on clear water. So <laughs> there's a lot you can do in a half day. To... Now they want to drill in the Great Lakes. Did you read that? Well, drill for oil in the Great Lakes. Yeah. But fortunately, under the treaty, the Chippewa can spear them if they come in there. <laughs> so. Plus, whatever happens there washes up in Michigan, so who really... <laughs> uh, the Feds are looking to tap Social Security funds after prying Al Gore's cold dead hands off the lockbox. <laughs> Milosevic don't need no stinking lawyer. There was a headline I saw somewhere. Uh, Legislators and concerned citizens uh, sue to stop the play Corpus Christi at Purdue, which features gay characters. Uh, The play, that is, Purdue, features boilermakers, as we know. (laughs) Not really a joke there. I just thought that was interesting. Uh, PETA, the animal rights people, not the pocket bread uh, people, (laughs) is picketing Wendy's uh, restaurants now. Uh, Turns out the square burgers actually come from square cows. I I didn't really... (laughs) They just slice them like a loaf. It's a little easier to... And apparently they have some problem with that. I don't see what makes sense to me. It's like square watermelons or something. They're not protesting that, are they? Yeah. Uh, Publishers' Clearinghouse is forced to pay $34 million to people who mistakenly thought that you are a winner meant you are a winner. (laughs) You know, it's ironic. You know, it's like, you know, someone calls you a winner, you know, they don't really mean that necessarily. I mean, sometimes they mean just the... And if you look at the fine print, actually, it's, it says wiener on there. So <laughs> look there, you are a wiener. Uh, check, check your envelope. And so you're only entitled to condiments under those... <laughs> A study finds that vaginal births uh, should be avoided after having had a C-section. easy way to remember, V for B except after C, or when it sounds like A, as in neighbor or way, so so just memorize that. And here in Madison, the Jehovah's Witnesses are having a national confab here, uh, so it's nice not to have to go to the door uh, so often. But. The downside is you can't get into a swimming pool for love or money now. And I tell you, if it gets any hotter, I'm going in baptism or not.
2: <laughs>
0: That's all the news that isn't. Thank
2: you so much for being here with us.
0: And so on and so forth. And other things to say over applause. Thank you. nice to have you here. We have some, a gentleman all the way from Appleton, despite the fact that the that, uh, 26 has been cut off, which is the cutoff. actually. They cut off the cutoff. which is, a, like, what are they doing there at 26? Really? How, is, that's where you drive behind huge trucks and milk tankers and end up in, what's that little town? That Rosendale. The, Rosendale, yeah. where they track. ticket you for, if you go 37. <laughs> you know, if you accelerate to 37, you get a ticket in Rosendale. And you can buy a T-shirt, though. It says, I've been ticketed in <laughs> Rosendale. Know. But now you can't do that because they cut off the, the cut-off, so... And they bypass the bypass. So that's, And we've got people here from... Uh, Poughkeepsie. Poughkeepsie. But can you spell Poughkeepsie? P-O-U-G-H-K-E-E-P-S-I-E. Okay. I'll look it up when I get home. God, you people applaud anything, huh? <laughs> Do you have any... <laughs> All right, leave me alone. I got enough problems. Now. <laughs> who am I, anyway? I keep wondering. You know, unfortunately, a book came out to tell me who I am, and I looked through this book and I could not find myself in here. I am not in this book. But we have the guy who wrote it, and we find out exactly who I am. And I, I assume he wrote it for me. He's a psychologist, and uh, he was supposed to be on the show in Columbus, actually, but with the chimps uh, took his place. He stole the show. Yeah, they're easier to work with, actually, than a psychologist. <laughs> So, uh, we, uh, but Stephen uh, Reese is on ILIS from Columbus, Ohio. He wrote the book on who I am. And let's find out exactly uh, who that might be. Stephen, are you there?
2: Yes. Hi. How
0: hi, how are doing? you? I'm, I'm doing fine. Sorry about the, the chimp thing.
3: Well, <laughs> I understand.
0: Why don't you work with chimps?
3: Why don't I work with
0: chimps? Instead of college students, a little more reliable.
3: Actually, uh, like a lot of psychologists, I started out working with rabbits. And um, we kind of made them look a little bit. Uh, after our studies, and so that was the end of that for me.
0: <laughs> you made rabbits look peculiar for a living?
3: Yeah, it was called uh, conditioning. <laughs>
0: uh, and why are you chuckling about this? is horrible, Stephen. This well, that's is horrible. Did...
3: I was just a student. Just Do the PETA
0: people know about what you're doing there at Ohio State? <laughs>
3: no, this was actually when I was at Yale. Um, yeah.
0: Did you make the rabbits aggressive or what?
3: Uh, no, we, we made them blink.
0: Oh, the famous rabbit. Is this where he puffs of air on their eyelids? That's right. That's hideous, Stephen. I don't know if I can talk to you now. (laughs) They were doing that to college students here in Madison for many years, right? What is this, Hazleton? No, that's 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 wrong. Is it Hazleton? Um, Puffs of air on... on Yeah,
3: you got it. You you flash your light and you puff some air across the eyelid, and uh, then when the light comes on, um, the animal anticipates uh, the puff and uh, blinks ahead of time.
0: Uh Uh-huh, and that proves...
3: Uh, well, actually, uh, you can relate some of that learning to everything from uh, the stock market to whatever. <laughs> it's, it's about uh, it's about human uh, expectations, you know. Like when you buy a stock, you know, then it's just going to go down. You just learn yeah. to expect that.
0: So, <laughs> basically, you just torture animals, and then you can write anything you want about what it means. <laughs> and, but you don't do that animal research anymore. Now you've come up with actually six. I looked for who I am in this, but I didn't quite find me. But there's 16 basic human desires that you've determined. Don't you think that's too many for the average human, though?
3: (laughs) Well, that's how many there are. Um, uh, Actually, some people have said, uh, you know, this woman
0: doesn't think so. There's a woman here who laughed at that statement. (laughs) She apparently does not have all 16 desires. She has. She has two desires. What are they, ma'am? Just just a minute. Shoes and food. She has two desires. Well, where in that order, ma'am? Yes, in that order, she said. Did, did you where, say shoes? Shoes and food. Where would she fit on your scale then? Well, I'm not sure
3: what to do about shoes. That's a new one. We've, well, then we've there had are seventeen thousand 7, people, and she's the first one to talk about wanting shoes. But
0: well, uh, women are always talking about wanting shoes.
3: Uh, well, I would, I would guess maybe in the context of uh, appearance, uh, you know, wanting to look beautiful.
0: Is that one of the desires?
3: Uh, yeah. yeah that, that comes under the desire for uh, romance.
0: Romance shoes and romance. You're right. For some people, I guess that's what it comes down to. Is that what it comes down to for you, ma'am? No, she says no. She says I think no. she likes them because well, they are foot coverings that are attractive. <laughs> and they give her what? Nice shape? They're shoes. they're shoes. She says they're shoes, and, and food is good too. Well, um, yeah. So, this, did you? what are the 16? Just run through them. I want to see how many of these I got.
3: Okay, well, power, independence, curiosity. Okay, slower,
0: slow, slow. Okay, curiosity. Okay, acceptance. Yeah. Acceptance. Order. I don't have that one. Just leave that. Order. That. Yeah, okay.
3: Savings. What Order. is it? Savings. Yeah. Savings. Savings. Like collecting things.
0: Oh, saving. Okay, saving. Okay. Okay, yeah. Honor. Honor. Uh-huh.
3: Idealism. Idealism. Uh, social contact. Yeah. Uh, You've got to have some of that. Uh, yeah. Fa- yeah. Family.
0: Family. Uh-huh.
3: Status.
0: Status, okay. okay is see? it family or status or family?
3: Family is what? Is, is it's not either thing. or. No. no there okay. these, these things are actually unrelated to each other. Okay.
4: Vengeance.
0: Vengeance. Well, that's yeah. a good one, yeah. Uh, romance. Romance and vengeance are definitely related. We know that.
4: Eating.
0: Eating. There's eating, ma'am. Yeah. No shoes yet, I honestly. Uh,
3: I, I still think the shoes come under romance.
0: Yeah, okay. Physical exercise. Physical exercise. And tranquility. Tranquility. You seem kind of arbitrary, Stephen. I know this is your life and everything, but... Because <laughs> I, I went... Th- I went through it in my own mind, and I know I'm, not, I'm just a theorist, and I, I haven't done any studies on this. Well, sorry, I've done a few studies, but nothing, you know, no controls. <laughs> and I kept with food, sex, money, shelter, power, spirituality, revenge optional, four wheel drive optional on the fly, <laughs> cabin, having a cabin is, is a, <laughs> around here, legacy, having late in life, you get the legacy thing. That's not on your list, is it? Having a legacy?
3: Well, yeah, um, having a legacy, uh, you know, uh, we have to give you uh, children would be.
0: Uh, no, it's nothing to, <laughs> nothing, nothing to do with them. Nothing to do with them. They get the cash. Oh, I mean, you may, leaving You behind... may mean like
3: achievement. Yeah, um, you know, like the
0: Clinton legacy. Uh,
3: well, I, she, Clinton was, I think, fairly achievement oriented. Yeah, uh, definitely. And, um, you know, and, and then, of course, he's very low for honor, um, well. but, but high for idealism.
0: Yeah. Uh, then an offspring optional, uh, eternal life optional, disability insurance optional, le- electronic <laughs> devices and uh, fire and gunpowder.
3: Fire and gunpowder.
0: And I'm adding shoes to mine because I think right. it was, it was women. So how How did you determine that there were six? These were the 16.
3: Well, we actually tried something that that uh, is very different uh, from what people have been doing for thousands of years. We asked other people what was important to them.
0: But don't they lie?
3: Did they lie no uh, first of all they didn't have to put their name they'll give us their name so they had no reason to lie but, but
0: did you um, need a reason to lie
3: yeah but, but we had uh, we have ways of, of um, verifying that they're
0: given <laughs> what they, what they have relatives in the old country or you'll, you'll torture <laughs> their rabbits right
3: well well actually uh, you, you test out that for example if people who say they uh, are very sociable that you also learn for example that they're members of fraternities, of sororities, or they engage in social activity. Uh-huh. Uh, people who say they value tranquility, that they actually have a lot of fear. So, so uh, there are a lot of ways of testing out the validity of it. And so you,
0: you check up on each, each respondent without knowing their name, though? <laughs>
3: um, we, we check up with them a, on a group average in terms of oh, what okay. we can predict.
0: All right. Did you eliminate some of these? Were there some that didn't make the cut as a basic desire? I know shoes is not on there. And
3: well, well, this this is kind of like a chart of elements. Or we believe that these are like primary colors. You know, you take three primary colors, you mix them, you get all colors. That everything that somebody wants is some mixture of these sixteen. Yeah. That these are the elemental desires. Uh-huh. So um, we don't think we left anything out that that is important in psychology. We left out some biological needs that are not that important to human behavior.
0: Uh-huh, but isn't this whole thing skewed? I like that word. I, I've yeah. been longing to use that for years now. Isn't it right. skewed right. by testing college students who are not uh, normal? Well, actually... Because <laughs> I, I saw one study where yeah. they tested college students they said, every time you think about sex, push a button, and they were just, they, they didn't release the button, you know. Right. So there how, you. if they're... Yes. <laughs> or play a key on a, on a piano, play a, you know. Right. Well, on a, actually, we, only
3: about a third of our subjects college students. Two oh, thirds, okay. Two-thirds were from, um, you know, uh, real
0: life. From real life. Yeah,
3: university.
0: Yeah. Isn't that a problem? Because college students, I mean, if you're thinking about sex 98% of the day, Right. How, you know, what else? is There's not room for any other desires, really. Well, curiosity. Well, we like sex. to see
3: curiosity in yeah.
0: our <laughs> Social thing, yeah, I can see it towards an end, you know, but right. tranquility, probably no, not. No, you're right.
3: If, the students, if all we did was study students, it would be, as you say, huge. Yeah, but, uh, but that's not what we did.
0: So, do some people not have all? I mean, the person, average person, is lucky to have like six or seven uh, desires? No, don't you think? Every,
3: we have all 16. It's just the question. But we we are individuals and in how we prioritize them. Yeah. So, uh, for example, order is a more important desire for some people than for others. Yeah. Uh, curiosity is more important to some people than for others. So, what makes us individuals is how we prioritize these things.
0: So, couldn't we summarize this all with my mother saying, uh, "Everybody's different."
3: Uh, everybody is different to an extent that is far greater than we realize That we're so different from each other that uh, at times we can't even, you know, we really can't understand one another And we tend I, don't know to what, I don't know what you mean by that Well, we tend to have the same quarrels over and over again uh, For example, um, I am um, uh, particularly uh, low for order In other words, I don't like to organize anything You don't? I don't I, I'm very ambiguous
0: Aren't um, you in the wrong field then?
3: <laughs> uh, I hope not, um, but uh, but you know I, I I'm sloppy. Uh, I give you some idea how low I am for order. Yeah. Um, when uh, we had a vacation one year, and I hate planning vacations, um, uh, my family kept asking where we were going to go, and. We, the, the day of the vacation, we got in the car and everybody looked at me and said, <laughs> "Where are we going, Dad?" And I said, "We still have five minutes <laughs> before I decide if we're going to go to the airport or, yeah. or drive out to Chicago." Or something.
0: Right. I'm on that same continuum as far as right. Or right. I right, get in the car and then just slip out the other door and this, say, right. here's now, gas now, money."
3: Now, now you may be yeah. in a similar situation as me or, or was. Or my, my wife wants; she believes in organization. Ah, ah. So. so so she yeah. looks at me and she thinks she's going to improve my life by like teaching me, um, you know, how to organize things and how to plan things.
0: But that's uh, that she shouldn't do that.
3: Uh, well, she's been trying for 28 years. She yeah. hasn't stopped, but uh, it hasn't worked. Yeah, <laughs> she keeps thinking if only I would do things her way.
0: Isn't that self-hugging though? Is that what you call self-hugging? That's you know, what I call, in, right. the, in the it's, business, isn't
3: it? Right. We we tend to think self-hugging. We tend to think that our way of doing things is best, and. And we're going to make help other people out by teaching them to do things our way.
0: Yeah. So has your wife read the book, and has she? Uh,
3: yes, she has read the book, and has uh, she
0: lightened she, up on you?
3: A little bit. She starts to try to change me, and then begins to realize it's futile.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So is this all about really getting your wife to change this whole study and <laughs> and the book and just get well, her to lay it, off you? Yeah? It
3: can help you understand some of these things um, as to. Some of the conflict between uh, you know, spouses and, and why, why you fight over the same things and, and, and why some issues don't get
0: resolved. Yeah. yeah. And actually, I look through these things here and uh, uh, I can see why I have a long term bad relationship because uh, every, every one of the, we you know, my wife and I uh, um, are opposites on just about every one of these scales here, whether it's idealism. Uh, and the funny thing about it is that anything that you see as positive is also uh, the other person sees as negative in these, in these scales and ratings. For example, uh, if you're, if you forthright, uh, can have a negative component, right? Right. Compassionate, the opposite of that is, is, is uh, uh, what's the downside to compassionate?
3: Well, if, if you're a very compassionate person, the, the non-compassionate person looks at you and says, you're a fool, you know, you yeah. should be out for number one. And, uh, uh, and, and you look back at that individual and you say, well, you know, you're not like a full human being or something.
0: Yeah, so it's a wonder that anyone gets along at all. Uh, I'm Anywhere. not sure
3: we do. <laughs> yeah. so, are
0: you, were you rather depressed after conducting the study? Or are you, and how do you feel well, about that?
3: Well, there are areas where we relate. There are areas where uh, people, uh, you know, quarrel a lot. But, but if you have to relate to somebody for a very long period of time, yeah. uh, it's tough. Because uh, you have some desires in which you match and some way you mismatch.
0: And uh, did you find sexual differences?
3: Oh, yeah. You know, um, we, we, we would ask a question like, uh, sex is essential to my happiness. And some people were so uh, enthusiastic about endorsing that question that they not only would say plus three, meaning the strongest possible endorsement on the rating scale. Those are the college but, students. But they, no, these, these were uh, adults, but they felt they had to write in the margins. <laughs> of the questionnaire, absolutely, and then we went out to some nursing homes, <laughs> and uh, we it's got even higher in some nursing yeah, they, homes. They, they they were sure that well, they liked sex; it was not essential to their happiness. You get
0: that's what they say, but otherwise they won't get their meds.
3: Well, uh, you know, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Pe- people really Which they're hoarding. By the way, you know, some people, you, you you know, college students have sex in their mind all the time, but uh, some adults do too. Yeah.
0: So, uh, I guess really? I meant not so much sex, sex, I meant like gender is what I should have said so. I mean, between men and women, are, these, uh, are, the, are, the, are the results very Ab- different?
3: Absolutely. It's yeah. embarrassing for us males. We are yeah. much more uh, sex-motivated uh, than uh, females.
0: No, I get, I'm not talking, get off sex for a second. Wait a minute, Steven. Forget sex. Sex, okay. Forget sex. Forget sex. We're, right. we're both middle-aged guys. Get it behind you, okay? Forget okay. it. <laughs> not even, uh, you know, put it, lower it on your scale. Negative three is fine. For the time being, anyway. I mean, just in gen, in general, in, in between men and women, answering these, these or filling out these surveys, are there very different responses to some of these uh, questions?
3: In, only in regard to two things. One two of things. Which we've forgotten about, so I won't mention it. And yeah. the other is vengeance. Men are much more competitive and vengeful uh, in terms of uh, that being a motive in their life than
0: are women. I've known some pretty vengeful women. I mean, you know, I mean, I don't. I, I, I think women mean. are much better. At, they're much better at it. I don't know. Men are, you know, it's like knock the guy down and you know, help or, up and buy him a beer. You know, right, right. typically. Well, all I can just tell you, we have seven thousand
3: people, and, and uh, the men raise the, you know, these are direct questions. It's important to me to get even with with others who insult me. Yeah. Men endorse those statements much more than the women.
0: How many women think it's important to get even with people who insult you? Applaud if you think that's true. These are the ones to watch out for, guys. We got them. (laughs)
2: All
0: right. Okay, well, I guess I can't argue that because all these people are lying anyway. Well, how
3: about the men? men. How many
0: men think it's important for you to get even with people who have insulted you?
3: Well, we got a little bit. Yeah, but
0: see, they're all looking at their wives before they (laughs) applaud. These are the little cues you got to look for here, Stephen, and these... These guys are looking at their wives first. It's a very (laughs) interesting book. and raises a lot of questions, and it's actually quite helpful because you can go through this and see how wrong you are. (laughs) Uh, And it it confirms everything that's been said about you. It's called Who Am I? The Sixteen Basic Desires that Motivate Our Actions and Define Our Personalities. Stephen Reese is the author from Ohio State. Stephen, thanks for being on the air with us.
3: Well, thank you very much.
0: Nice to talk with you. Finally, after the chance and everything,
2: it's
0: a hot number. Tarcher Putnam Press, member of Penguin Putnam. So you can figure out exactly what's... Uh, see, your basic desires, John, uh, one through four, what are they? Make uh, sure have a good chair. Good chair? <laughs> good chair. Okay, uh, that wasn't mentioned either. <laughs> like a comfortable chair? Comfortable chair. Okay. Very comfortable chair. Okay, comfortable Manches chair, comfortable. okay. Food. Food? Uh... John's Desires. Yeah. You haven't mentioned money yet. That's why we're not paying you. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Got you a nice chair, though, didn't we? Yeah,
2: it's,
0: it's pretty good. Yeah, it's from a bench. That's, my bench. Bench, yeah. that's it, just doing? two desires, yeah. Um, keyboard nearby, piano nearby. Keyboard. Okay. And uh, Tuned. Tuned. Yeah, right? yeah. tuned well, keyboard. Okay. I'll throw that in there. And a uh, gig to go to. And a gig to go to. Eventually. <laughs> <laughs> See, you only have four desires. Do you have any of the rest of these that you know of? Power? No. Uh, independence?
5: Yeah, that's a pretty good
0: one. Uh, but,
5: you know, I mean, how independent can you be these days? Yeah.
0: <laughs> 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 you know there's no point in working with you at all. I'm trying to help you out here. <laughs> Read the book here. Read the book. Okay. okay. It's in the book <coughs> and see what you... This little tune, and I won't ask you because uh, you just, uh, you're a happily married guy, and uh, of course, child care is not one of the basic desires, but how's that working out so far?
6: Oh, pretty good so
0: far. Yeah. But the grandparents, a lot. the grandparents are just down the block, is that what it is? Yes, yeah. both of them.
5: Yeah. yeah he's lucky, cool. I think. Yeah.
0: And do you still have that endless diaper bag you're telling me about? I think that's the most marvelous. Uh, diaper bag. genie. The diaper genie. Yes. Yeah. You know, they didn't have that when we were having kids, you know seven years ago and, but uh, the diaper genie where is the end of it I mean where do the diapers end up if you keep shoving them in there so I don't understand in a diaper genie is there
1: yeah, you just have to reload it you have to take all of the diapers out of the diaper genie and just reload then, then you reload the...
0: your diaper genie so yes. what then, then the... how many shots do you get out of it <laughs> does the end just run out the window and you shove them in there and they dump over the fence or something or... No, it's, it's. what's at the end of a diaper genie not a genie I presume
6: no no, it, it just fills up, and you have about 30 used diapers. 30
0: used diapers, then what do you do with a 30 full diaper load you genie? To, you,
6: you carry it out to the garage, and then you just have to put them, you know. Oh, you put up.
0: them in the garage. Okay. <laughs> okay, fine. That's what I want to know. You put them in the garage. Yeah. So how many you got in there now?
7: Yeah, it holds about, I'd say, 20 individually
6: wrapped diapers.
0: Yeah. No, I mean, how many diaper, full diaper genies are in your garage right now? <laughs>
6: No, you, you reload the, the Diaper Genie itself. Oh, you keep the
0: Diaper Genie. Yeah. You just, you just them. dump them in the garage. You, <laughs> yes. you...
6: Well, in, in, your, in your garbage can that you keep
0: the In the garage. Okay. Yeah. And then you don't go near <laughs> that. for. You could save all your child's excrement for the entire... What a legacy. <laughs> what a legacy. A... Exactly. Which is more than our parents ever did for us, frankly. <laughs> They just threw it right out, as far as I can recall. I mean, could be of use someday. So, John, this this number here—not to a change the subject—Sammy
6: contoon called. Be my love.
0: Okay.
1: NotMuch.com. You're Thank listening you. to Michael Feldman's What Do You Know from PRI, Public Radio International. Thank you. Thank
0: you. you got me tapping my legs so fast I have to go to the bathroom now. Really, I was going like it was really kind of jumpy. Cause I be my love, right? Doesn't that go be my love and yeah. never
4: let me end this yearning? Uh, yeah, be my love and da 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 da
0: Isn't that the way it goes? That's the way Mario Lanza did it, man.
6: Right? Yeah, I didn't think I could do it justice like that.
0: Well, we could have worked out a number, man. Yeah, I know we that. could have.
2: That's pretty good. You I got know a that voice. In the drinking
0: song. <laughs> yeah. Very nice. You know the drinking song. I know that. Yeah. Yes, okay. Nice. Uh, that was very nice, actually. Thanks. Good, Good job, both of you guys, huh? Yeah. John Tooling? Yeah. Jeff Hammond. Aren't they something? <laughs> Are you all related? Is this a family unit here? Is this like a family vacation type thing? or? Yeah, it is. It is? <laughs> Whose who's bad idea was it? Um. <laughs> Mostly his.
8: Mostly his. Yeah,
0: if it was mine. I'm, I'm the bad idea guy, yeah. so... Is this, uh, like, your worst family vacation so far?
8: No, no, it's actually one of the better ones.
0: One of the better ones? What? Really? Yeah, amazingly. enough, yeah. You're right. What's one of the worst ones? Ooh. Disney.
2: Yeah, Disney. <laughs> Disney
0: was bad? Disney went badly, yeah. yeah. What, what went wrong there? Both of us got sick. We so, did. what did you have? Ear infection. Oh, from swimming uh, in uh, one of the water parks or
8: something? No, just by chance. You... Must be Disney. Yeah.
0: <laughs> it's a very highly infectious uh, condition, Disney. I guess so, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So here you're fine, right? You're, you're yeah, so far.
2: Physically intact,
0: okay. What's, what's the thought of having this as a family trip? Well, um, I was here... You have a darn good explanation. Well, I was, here, I was here seeing your show about a year
9: and a half ago when I was on business, and uh, we wanted to see uh, Minnesota and Wisconsin and Upper Michigan again. Yeah. So what was the thinking there? Um,
0: <laughs> well, also... You how exotic it was? Uh, last year we went to Seattle because I had frequent flyer miles this year, I didn't. So ha- no good reasons. What you're saying, really? <laughs> <laughs> These kids are suffering. They had an ear infection the last time out, so you brought them here. <laughs> Some
1: thought, well, that and uh, we really like Madison. It's a nice town. So we do, do we?
2: Yeah. Yeah,
10: it's okay, right?
1: Mm-hmm. All right. But where would you rather be?
10: Oh, here. You can't narrow
0: it down to one place.
10: No, no, I can't. <laughs>
0: Go to Europe, maybe something like that. A European family vacation, like Lampoon? <laughs> <laughs> Europe would be fun, yeah. yeah, yeah. Now, how, who are you? I'm Adam Deconic. Deconic. Deconic? Deconic. Adam and. Brian? Brian and. Paul? Paul. Are you part of the Deconics?
10: Yeah, I am. Chris. Chris, are you having
0: fun on this uh, excursion?
10: Yes, I am. Better than Disney for you? Yes, better than Disney. Your ears are okay at Disney? <laughs> My ears were fine. <laughs>
0: okay, does, it just, does it end here, or are you a different, different family? The Ford, Where are you going uh, next year? Ooh, I, have, I guess I have to wait till I get in the car. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you got here, right? It was the last. Have to assess the damage from this thing. Jim, wish the the DeConic the the conic family here. Yes, they, uh Really,
1: we have some the of pot. our valuable prizes. for Make them. it worth their while. All right. Um, how about as only you can? Okay. How about an educational and enlightening tour with the United Nation video guide from HVS Productions? No,
0: no, no. <laughs> How about some You're great making music? it worse, Jim. How about
1: some great music? James Edward Booth CD, "Twisted Pair" from the Fifth Gear.
0: Twisted Pair.
1: This is what I have. Uh, to they're work just with. sitting
0: there looking at me, Jim.
1: Or maybe a book. Uh, how about "On the Grill: The Backyard Bungler's Barbecue uh, it's, Cookbook"? It's
0: good, yeah, that's good. Okay, yeah, and make Tyler. it worth your while. Nice. Thanks for being here. I hope you have a good trip. And thanks for shopping here. It comes to,
9: where
0: are you guys from? Where are you from? Uh, to come see Michigan. Oh, are you? Okay. Okay. So you you've seen Michigan then. So what was the big exotic thrill about seeing Michigan? The, the nicer parts are up north. Oh, you didn't. You're in the worst parts of Michigan. Okay. All right. All right. We've got the burners here too, don't we? We have one burner, Camille. Where's Camille? Oh, hi. How are you?
10: I'm doing good. How are you? Good.
0: Are you a burner by marriage?
10: By marriage, right? I was an auto before.
0: So auto, you didn't want to be an auto-burner? <laughs>
10: right. That's right. Yep.
0: Now, you're the burner? Yes, my name's Jeff. No, they called you burner, didn't they? Yeah. What did they call you in high school? Uh, Bigfoot.
2: <laughs>
0: Better than burner, I guess. So, you know, that's, that's pretty. Bigfoot for what uh, characteristic? Uh, for my large feet. <laughs> I'm sorry? For my large feet.
2: For your
0: large feet, okay. Were you active in high school? Yeah. Uh, yes, played on a basketball team.
6: and. Yeah. Uh,
0: Where was that then? In
6: Schaumburg? That was actually in Elgin, Illinois, Larkin High School.
0: Played for the Larkin uh, Royals. Larkin Royals.
6: You remember the burner, kid. So you've been playing since then? What do you do these days? Uh, yeah, I still enjoy uh, playing basketball, biking, trying to stay active. Yeah, They still call you Bigfoot? or not? Uh, No. Yeah. <laughs> and Camille, uh, what do you do these days?
10: Um, for fun or for work? Tell me whatever's
0: more interesting.
10: For fun. Uh, For fun, um, mostly, uh, we lived away for many years, and I like spending time with my family, and it's good to be back home. Really?
0: So, you're in Singapore, it says here, huh?
10: Yeah, we lived there for three years, and it's really funny because the people right next to us. She grew up in the building next to where I lived in Singapore.
0: <laughs> what are the odds on that?
10: I can't believe it. And we know a lot about a lot of the same places and, and things. There's a
0: man sitting next to you.
10: <laughs> That's her husband. He's, oh, okay. a, he's been to Singapore too. Oh, yeah. But, but so,
0: Singapore, Schomburg, compare and contrast.
2: <laughs>
6: <laughs> Whoa. Uh, yeah, the food. Fu- well, I think uh, there's not very many similarities. And uh, food's a lot better in Singapore, and uh, climate's a lot better, and uh-huh. it's just, uh, I think, all around a nicer place to live. Yeah.
10: <laughs> he, he wanted to retire in Singapore, so. You did, right?
6: Yes. <laughs>
0: what what, do you, what do you, business are you in that you're out there? Uh, video production. Oh,
10: cool. And you're in? Mm-hmm. I'm in public relations and web-related web we things. We could use you. <laughs> <laughs> Let me know. Yeah.
0: Nice to have the burners here. Thanks so much. Camille and Jeff.
2: Bigfoot.
0: Camille and Bigfoot burner. Do you remember them from Singapore? Did you know she was in here? No, you didn't? Did you hear them through the wall or anything?
7: <laughs> no, the next building over. Okay, then you
0: probably couldn't hear them from there, I think. It's just the burners again. Uh, how are we doing time-wise, Jim? we got lots of time. Oh, we do? Okay, let's just... Let's kill the whole thing, then. <laughs> got uh, Bruce Virks here as an audiologist. Huh? I can't hear you. <laughs> well, they're all in the front row, but I guess I... Hi, how are you? Just great. Yeah. That's nice. Nice shirt. Very nice. Oh, thank you very much. Check that out. I like your shirt a lot too. This shirt here? No, I don't know where that came from. Uh, <laughs> uh, Marshalltown, Iowa. You were at the Dave Matthews concert last night. That's right. We certainly were. How you feel? That we were a willing participant? Or? Yes, we were. We were lucky enough to get some uh, fan club tickets in the fan club section, and it was Aren't quite you a old l- to be in the Dave Matthews fan club. <laughs> yes, we were. We had a lot of interesting looks around us. And, <laughs> came up to your waist, just about. Yeah. <laughs> right. Younger, younger crowd. Are you a Dave Matthews fan,
11: too? Oh, yes. Yes. Thanks to our college student daughter.
0: Well, isn't that embarrassing for her, then? <laughs> well... <laughs> Did you make her go with you
11: to the concert? Oh, no. No. She encouraged us to go. Somewhere
0: there in Soldier Field? Oh, yes. Yes. It was very exciting. So is there like an adult, older people section like they do at football games, like varsity alumni? Thing?
11: Just where we were. We were the only two adults in that particular section.
0: <laughs> we were checking all the ideas in the yeah. section. Yeah. But now you can smoke pot for for the, uh, you know, for your eyes. You
2: it's just in the air. It's in the air.
0: All you got to do is breathe at A Dave Matthews concert. Well, that's very good. And is there a question I can answer for either one of you uh, for the uh, for the Verks? Well. Um... How, How many times? You don't chi- have to make one up if you don't have one. It's okay, it's okay to say no. <laughs> no. Okay, good. Thank you. <laughs> nice to meet you both. It's the Verks here. <laughs> in Iowa. Nice to have you here. We got uh, still more time to kill, Jim? Uh, maybe two more minutes. Two more minutes to kill? Okay. All right. Uh, let's see. What the heck is a bubbler? Who doesn't know what a bubbler is? Kim Jones from Falls. Where is Kim Jones? Kim, don't you know what a bubbler is? Where, where did it come up in conversation?
10: Someone asked me the other day where the bubbler was, and I said, who?
0: <laughs> was there a context to it?
10: No, they just asked where the bubbler was. And you still don't know what it is? No.
0: I really can't tell you. I was... <laughs> We're not allowed to tell people from out of town. Or... Oh,
10: no. <laughs> Sorry, I, I... Bubbler, water fountain, you know. Oh, got it, got it. Yeah. That makes sense. Cause... I don't know what a water
0: fountain is. They had to tell me when I was about 10 years old. to learn what a water fountain was. Well,
10: now i know. It's a bubbler.
0: I, th- I think it's a Milwaukee thing, isn't it? originally, Milwaukee and a few other places. It's in the Dictionary of American Regional English, so you can look it up. Yep, thanks. It's actually quite a good book too, I Yeah, water uh, Jim, how are we running
1: time-wise here? Minute.
0: Okay, uh, I don't know if they have cheese curds in Colorado, interesting question. Uh, Jeff Hansen's here from Ann Arbor. He's right there. He's right there next to, isn't it amazing? I would just, these people bunch up here. You know what a bubbler is? Um, no. Well, now I do. Now you do. Okay, you feel better about it, are not you? Student of what? A student at the University of Michigan. Uh, studying what? Uh, business. Business? Okay, you're going to go on a career in what? Um, right now I'm in an internship at S.C. Johnson in Racine for marketing.
12: You are? Okay. Yep, That's so good. marketing.
0: Cool. Uh, and what's the problem have with our drivers here, uh, Jeff? <laughs> it says here, what's with you Wisconsin drivers, underlined. <laughs> it's... How many of you are Wisconsin drivers and take that personally? Stand up a minute here. Really. I want you to see this you See this gentleman in his vehicle. What vehicle are you driving, Jeff?
4: I'm actually driving a minivan, which is a Wisconsin plate. Okay. The,
0: uh, Trying to pass. The company will lease it for us. So. Cool. But and it's, you guys are just a little, little slow for the left lane. Slow f- making for the left lane, left no, lane or getting slow. out of it? We are slow in the left lane.
5: Slow for the left there,
0: lane. Are, you know, there are no two-speed lanes. <laughs> there, you notice that there's one speed limit. Yes, I know. There's not a speed limit for the right lane and a speed limit for the left lane. Am I, am I wrong in saying this? You're from Wisconsin. You're from Wisconsin, so. I'm trying to explain to you how we look at it. It's just.
5: Well, I don't blame you guys. The cops are a lot more strict here than they are in Michigan, so. Wait, well, you had a problem incident, or? No, but uh, two of my friends have gotten pulled over like the first week of work. They got... Those are your friends. Man. Yes.
0: <laughs> that would happen anywhere with your friend. I guess so. Okay, sit down and don't let them see you again on the highway. Thanks. <laughs> Anson. Driving a van with Wisconsin plates. There is no such thing as a passing lane in Wisconsin. That's the first thing you got to learn about driving here. There's no passing. There are just two lanes, and they're both 55 in most cases. We're going to play. Uh, you should launch the quiz. Launch into the quiz. Jim, what are you, my timekeeper? All yeah. of a sudden, I was just about to launch the quiz. Now I got to stop and reprimand you. So let's play the quiz. Then I think it's about that time. I uh, yeah. can do it? I'll get you to stand up here and read the four disclaimers telling us uh, who can and cannot participate in that quiz. You are?
7: Karen Solomon. Okay, Karen, you should be honest. Okay. All questions used on What Do You Know have been painstakingly researched, although the answers have not. (laughs) Ambiguous, misleading, or poorly worded questions are par for the course. Listeners who are sticklers for the truth should get their own shows. (laughs) Hey, you ain't no Reese Witherspoon either. Persons employed by the International House of Radio or its member stations are lucky to be working at all, let alone tying up the office phones trying to play the quiz. Listeners who have recently won should sit on their hands and let someone else have a chance for a change. All opinions expressed on what do you know are well-reasoned and insightful. Needless to say... They are not those of the International House of Radio, its member stations, or lackeys. Anyone who says otherwise is itching for a fight.
5: Very much. Well done. I'll keep that
0: little souvenir of your visit. Let's see the hands of those who want to try them at the quiz. Chance for you to win fabulous prizes. Some of which are actually pretty good, but varies quite a bit. This young gentleman. This young gentleman here. the The young gentleman here. Yes. Yes. Because I'm afraid he's going to hurt me if I don't let him do this. Because seems kind. Of, how are you? Nice to Good. nice to see you there. Friend, me friend. Yeah. How dude. are you? Good. You are Brad. Brad, uh, what how are things going these days, Brad? Uh, about a seven. About a seven out of out of ten or out of eight? Uh, about an eight today. Yeah, about, oh, congratulations, Brad. Uh, Brad, what do you do in life? I'm a teacher. Teacher of students. Teacher of students.
9: <laughs> any discipline or any age level? Very little or, discipline, yeah. But I teach. The subject is physics. Oh, physics. I hated that. But you've heard that before.
2: Yeah, every
0: day. Yeah. Brad, give me one good reason why you should play this quiz. Because I'm a physics teacher. What a bad reason that turned out to be, but I never understood physics anyway. Come on down here, Brad. Walk this way. This is Brad, everybody. Have a seat there next to the stuffed ostrich or whatever it's supposed to be. I think actually it's not an ostrich uh, it looks more like an emu. Like an emu? Yeah. Possibly. We have some emu ranches here in Wisconsin, don't we? Seems to me, like I saw something that looked like that on the highway. Uh, I think it was an emu. Anyone here uh, do emu ranching? Of course, the odds against it would be tremendous, but... Do you ever think of raising emus or anything? No. Come from a farm background? Or? No, not at all. City boy? Uh,
9: mostly, yeah. Yeah, what city are you from? Uh, mostly the Cleveland area, but I live in Seattle now. You do?
0: What part of the... Uh, Yes? What? Oh, yeah, that's right. Seattle is the name of a city. Thank you very much, sir. Thank you. Thank you. I was falling down there. You don't have, like, a wedding anniversary coming up, do you?
9: No. Huh? Nope. No wife either, so I guess I kind of... How about this. that? No
5: wife, ladies and gentlemen.
9: Uh, and so you teach physics where, Brad? In uh, Bellevue, Washington. Just Bellevue, oh!
2: Washington.
0: Very nice neck of the woods. Yep. And physics is something you're probably really good at in school, and fascinated you. Uh, the second part
9: is true. You, you weren't good at it though. Uh, I wasn't good at it until a little bit later,
0: about four years into college. Really? And then you yeah. discovered a, a hidden passion for physics.
9: I discovered. Uh, I kind of understood it at that point, at least a little bit.
0: Yeah. So, but physics
9: enough to teach it. Uh, yeah. Not not until a little bit later. Yeah. After you started teaching? Or? Uh, no, actually, I, I did a lot of college.
0: <laughs> How many years did you put in Uh About eight or nine. That's not even the record, the rec- you know, you yeah. got a lot well, to go for the record. This is without graduate school? Oh,
9: no, this is with graduate school. Okay.
0: So your undergraduate, eight or nine years, that's approaching uh, the record. Close, yeah. Yeah. Was, yeah. What was slowing you down there, Brad? Oh,
9: slow slowing me down, uh, I don't know if that's slow. <laughs>
0: No, around here it isn't. People, well, you know, it took never me five it. years
9: to get my master's, and then another three years to figure out I didn't want my PhD.
0: Yeah.
9: What was it? What was my PhD yeah, uh-huh. in physics? Oh, It was. Yeah. And You didn't want that? I
0: didn't see a career in it anymore. Is there a way of getting your money back at that point, or is it? it, uh, it luckily, doesn't...
9: I was pretty lucky. I didn't have to pay much at all. Where'd so you go? I went to, for graduate school. My master's in the University of Akron. Akron. Woo! Very good. school. We've been out there, of course. And then I went to uh, Washington State University for my yeah. Ph.D. work. And
0: physics covers a host of sins, as we know, and there's particle physics and plasma physics, and what, what do you lean towards? Solid state physics. Solid state physics. What is that?
9: Uh, physics of things in there. Solid state. Oh. See, that's why I was never good. I couldn't even get that far.
0: <laughs> you don't care for gases or liquids? Or?
9: Uh, only, well, <laughs> i got to be careful. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, not really. Yeah. I don't like chemistry at all. No, So solids? Solids, rocks, solid, are oh you.
0: yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, interesting. And you're teaching, you said, uh, what, what grade of a student?
9: It's actually, uh, I teach all ninth grade and half of the twelfth graders.
0: And how do you make it interesting for those kids, Brad?
9: A lot of dancing, <laughs> <laughs> soft shoe. <laughs>
0: Do you come in dressed as particles or as solids or whatever? Uh, or a, sometimes. I have yeah. actually t-
9: channeled a few personas before. You come in as yes, Isaac Newton as or? Newton and Galileo. Yeah, have you it's done great fun.
0: You do a good uh, Newton or?
9: Uh, you know, I never met the man. No. So not. I'm assuming I do, you know, an okay one. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm hoping st- they haven't met him either so they can't really compare.
0: And this is in Bellevue. This is in Bellevue, yes. Yeah, yeah okay. Uh, well, Brandon, that's just great. So you should be really good at this, except, you know, <laughs> nothing here really is really as content oriented. Right. So, um, we do have a school category. We have little, that's, we got a little, that's a shot class there, isn't it?
9: Uh, well, yeah. from you,
0: maybe. Yeah. <laughs> 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 kind of small, actually. It's kind of small for a Wisconsin I noticed you class, got
9: the Browns sticker on your little box
0: there. Yes, that's from many years ago when they really were the browns. When they used to be good, yeah. Yeah, actual browns. That's, yeah, years ago in Cleveland. Um, so, uh, Jim. Someone picks up the phone. Jim, I was just going to say, someone at this point picks up the phone, don't
1: they? That's right. Okay. And they dial 800... What number would they dial, 800-942-5669-WHAKNOW the would be an easy way to remember that. I'm sorry? Yes. <laughs> okay. So then I'll ask the
0: question, Jim. Yes. Why don't we do it that way? We'll okay. just divide this labor up. Okay. Is it off between Carson and Tara or on? Is this Carson Daly? Hey, yeah. And Tara, yeah. somebody has answer. Reed. Tara Reed. Someone out there has to answer. Is it off between Carson and Tara or on? This is not our demographic, so I predict <laughs> we'll get no calls on this at all. But I just thought it was such a fascinating, their love story. One of the great love stories of our century. Carson Daly. You folks don't know. You're public radio listeners, aren't you? <laughs> That's right. We're on public radio, aren't we? I right. We were. But we know Carson. You know Carson Daly. Uh, I've heard yeah. the name, yeah. And Tara Reed? She sure. was in fabulous movies. What was she in? Uh, huh? American Wastrel. American Pie. Was she the pie? No? American Pie? I didn't see that movie. I have no idea what that's about. She was, yes, yeah, she's the star of American Pie. So is it, is it off between Carson and Tara or on? One of the big questions. Rocking our H. Let's go to the phones right now. In San Diego, Pam Badger, is that right? That's right. Pam Badger? That's me. Is his name actually Badger?
5: Yes, it actually is.
0: You could make a living out in Wisconsin here, you know? <laughs> this is the Badger State, as you know.
5: Yes, I know that.
0: Have you been here?
5: No, I have not. Uh, well, consider the possibilities. I am. Okay. Considering it, actually.
0: Yeah. Uh, interesting. I never actually heard the, the name Badger before. Is that the, the real family name? or Did it get altered over the years? It's, it's
5: a real family name. I married it.
0: Oh, you married a Badger.
5: Yes, I married <laughs> a Badger. <laughs>
0: well, what's his name? Lee. Lee Badger? Lee Badger. Is
5: the he, infamous. W-
0: uh, I guess, do you know a Lee Badger? I haven't met him yet. You would think we would know a Lee Badger from you around you think so. I oh, am. Yeah. Pam, what do you do in life out there in San Diego?
5: Oh, I'm a marriage and family therapist. Okay, good. Uh,
0: and, and how's your marriage and family going?
5: Um, not too bad. Good, good. Today.
0: Good, I'm glad to hear it. <laughs> uh, is it off, but this will be good because this is counseling is involved here. Is it off between Carson and Tara or on?
5: I wish you'd called me second because it looks like a fifty-fifty chance here. Yeah, I would
0: say pretty. much. And I yeah.
5: never heard of any of these people. All yeah. I listen to is public radio.
0: Oh, I'm surprised NPR didn't pick this. All things considered, all things considered, didn't considered pick should this have this carried up? this. I would think they should
5: have carried it. Would yeah. have helped me. Yeah. Offer on. Um, let's say fifty-fifty. Um, toss a coin. Let's say it's on.
0: Oh, I'm sorry, <laughs>
5: Pam. <laughs> <laughs> let's
0: about, see a badger about, about. win this too, but uh, sorry. Thanks for trying, though. Okay. Uh, Oh, sorry. Uh, Let's see if Tom's been listening closely or not. Tom's in Omo. Hi, Tom. Hi. Did you hear about the thing between Carson and Tara?
4: Uh, No, not really.
0: Yeah. You know what I'm talking about, though, right?
4: I know Carson. I've never heard of the other one.
0: Oh, Tara. She's been in not just American Pie, but... uh, um, A wealth of other movies. A wealth of... (laughs) Key Largo. She was in Key Largo and Gone with the Wind and... uh, just about every major yeah. American movie in the last in Pearl 57 know. years. Pearl, she was in Pearl Harbor. Cool. <laughs> yeah. So is it off or on?
4: Um, well, She's I no think. no Reese Witherspoon. I'll no. say that for her, though. That's... Definitely not Reese Witherspoon. No, no. Um, I'm going to have to say that it's off.
0: Oh, I'm sorry, Tom. <laughs> You've got to listen a little more closely, though, in the future. It's, it, you said off, oh, right? Oh, man. Yeah. You said off, right? I said off. Yeah, no, I'm sorry, Tom. Thanks, China. Thank you. See, nobody listens closely anymore. You know this as a teacher, right? Now, this person, let's let's see what happens here. This will be instructive. In Parkersburg, West Virginia. Hi, Dave.
5: Hi, there.
0: We're talking about Carson and Tara. You're aware of what's been going on, you know. It's been off on, off on between them. Okay. Yeah? (laughs) Been following this in the papers?
4: Oh, most certainly.
0: Yeah. So is it, I want to know, uh, as of uh, today, or yesterday anyway, is it off or on between Carson and Tara? Both. Both?
4: Well, if one's off and one's on, it has to be neither or both.
0: <laughs> okay, thanks trying,
2: Dave.
1: Let's go to, why is this hard? Okay, it's, uh, why is this hard? Your first answer was on. Your second answer was off. Huh? The first answer was She said on. off. She said on, and then he said off. She's... I thought she said off.
4: She did say off.
1: She,
0: she said off.
1: What? She did. It is off, right? What? Did she say on or off the first one? The first one said on. The second one said off. Well, let's find out what it is then. <laughs> what is it
0: then, Dave? On or off? Dave? Come on, Dave. Don't tank on me now. James? Yes? Oh, I'm sorry. I already tanked, Dave. Uh, Dave. James? Yes? On or off?
4: Well, if the first was on, you said no. <laughs> the second one is off, and you said no. Yeah. My assumption is it has to be off, because the first one was wrong, and you misheard. You're right. Hey! Yeah.
0: <laughs> is this James?
1: Yes, it is. I thought you said on. Okay, I'm
0: on. It's off, but of course it could have changed right. by the time we. Uh, hey, you
4: know.
0: I guess we won't use that question ever again. No. Won't, okay. Won't be in the best of. Qu- well, I apologize to whoever
1: that was That's right, right off the bat. To there. Tom.
0: Badger. Wasn't it Badger? The Badger well, lady? She, it well, was she a badger. thought it was, was on, so she, she
1: was wrong. Yeah. And Tom got it right, but, but was dismissed. Well. <laughs> Does it matter? <laughs> oh, Tom right. got it right then. Well, did he say on or off? He said off. You missed it He said word.
0: off. Oh, I thought that he said on. Oh, well. It's not a million dollars they're playing for here. It's a load of junk, basically. So,
4: Well, I am not thinking it's so junky. Yeah,
0: no, no, it's very good. Uh, James, what do you do in life as we know it?
4: Um, I used to be a physicist. Oh, cool. excellent! And realized that that was a really crappy job.
0: <laughs> <laughs> what do you do now, James?
4: Now I run the pre-press department of a uh, graphics company here in Gourmet.
0: And that's superior to physics, and it involves physics as well. Um...
4: <laughs> Not a whole lot of
0: physics. Yeah, short answer's fine, James. There you, we go. You, you met Brad here. He's in physics still. Yes,
4: indeed. I'm very mm. excited. I know some solid-state
2: people.
4: <laughs> he doesn't care.
0: Yeah. Well, try and relate a little bit, Brad here. I'm, okay.
9: I'm trying. Hi, James.
0: Yes, sir. Okay, good, good. Okay. Uh, Hi. Hi, Brad. Hey, sociability. Where would you rank on that then? Who am I? You're on a different scale. All right, you guys work together, you
1: collaborate, and uh, that's how it works. And uh, Sorry if I screwed
0: that up, but uh, Jim, uh, what what you got there?
1: Categories of current events, people, places, things you should have learned in school, had you been paying attention, science, or odds and ends.
0: Okay, James, pick the first one. Science. So what was wrong with physics, James?
4: What was wrong? There was no money in it. Oh, okay.
0: Little thing like that.
4: Little thing like that. All right,
0: uh, should a child drink when thirsty? (sighs) According to uh, dietitians, uh, who uh, this is about an active child was being active, physically active. Should a child drink when thirsty? Talk it over now. I would think sure.
9: Uh, I would guess also. Depends on what type of child, I guess. How do you know if they're thirsty?
4: Is it a diabetic child?
0: No, no. <laughs> uh, you guys are thinking okay, too much. Sure. The answer is no. A child should oh. not drink when thirsty. A child should drink on a schedule, according to dietitians.
4: Uh, the active I have child. And I'll tell you you no people are wrong. You
0: people are wrong. Live with it. Come on. <laughs> I'm just the messenger. Oh, yeah, yeah. Don't hate oh. me because I'm beautiful. <laughs> yeah. Uh, thirst, according to experts, is a poor indicator of hydration.
4: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: so they should drink on a schedule of being active in sports and drink. Uh, you know, that's what they say That's there. right. Jim, huh?
4: That is insane. Jim's a good one.
0: It's uh, no right and one wrong.
1: Okay, Jim, we're running out of
0: time here. Aren't we, we are we're indeed. Gonna, Go on. Can we just pick this category, maybe? Okay. Huh? Pick a category. Events, people, brand.
1: places, school, odds and, odds and ends.
0: Odds and ends. Odds and ends. Let's get to the category Lisa. I'll read the question. Are there cockroach eggs sealed into the glue of Asian envelopes, and can they result in roaches hatching from the tongue of a liquor? Or not? That's the question. I want you to think about that. All right, we'll be
1: back. Michael Feldman's "What Do You Know?" is produced by Wisconsin Public Radio for Public Radio International. Michael Feldman, producer international. This is PRI, Public Radio International.
0: We'll be right back.
1: From Charleston, South again. Carolina, to Thought Missoula, it Montana, it's Michael Feldman's What Do You Know from PRI, Public Radio International. That's John Tuline at the piano, Jeff Hammond on bass, and I'm Jim Packard. In this hour of What Do You Know, the What Do You Know quizzes, the place to be. Thanks for the memos and a salute to Pearl City, Hawaii. Support for What Do You Know comes from Public Radio International affiliate stations and the Public Radio International Program Fund. Support is also provided by Kraft Foods, maker of Kraft salad dressings. Around here, the dressing is Kraft. Now... The man who's so darn quick he bites mosquitoes, Michael Feldman.
0: Hello again, and uh, we're still here, actually, through the wonder of uh, radio, and uh, we're in the middle of the What Do You Know quiz. Uh, and uh, of course, James is playing from uh, Gorham, uh, Maine. Is that? Yes, indeed. Yeah, uh, but he shouldn't be because someone else actually should be playing. But
4: <laughs> that makes me the George Bush of What Do You Know. <laughs> oh. <laughs>
0: All right, James. All right, now you definitely deserve You've earned it with that, James. <laughs> and the Brad is here, and he's a t- physics teacher. And James used to be in physics, and now he's, a, what is it, lithograph or what is that, press? Thing? Uh,
4: I, yeah. I work, I'm between people with computers and their yeah. printing presses.
0: And their printing presses, okay. Yeah. Whatever that job is.
4: There you go. <clears throat> and the question
0: we have what they have, uh, what's the score yet? Just the score. Uh, is, uh, be, no right and one wrong. Yeah. yeah. No, again, let Jim answer these things. That's his job. I know. And you asked for odds, Jim. and the question is, are there cockroach eggs sealed into the glue of some Asian envelopes imported in this country, and can they result in roaches hatching from the tongue of a liquor? Uh, this has been going around. Uh, is it true or not? Talk it over Brad and James.
4: I don't know, Brad. Is this one of them urban legends?
0: It also sounds like a two-part question
9: here. It
4: does, doesn't it? It does.
9: I'm guessing What's on the first problem? part. your problem? problem with that? Well, the first I, I part, think of the eggs like,
4: are, like, yes on part A, but part B... Sounds
9: so <laughs> absolutely that's un- exactly un- what I'm thinking. Yeah. Ah, yeah, it could happen, but the hatching part eh, I'm gonna, gonna have to lean on no on that one. Uh, yeah. I'm
4: with
0: you. Yeah, okay. So you're saying no on both questions? Yes, we are. No, we no, you're no we yes
9: and no, or off and on, or <laughs> Carson and uh, whatever well, apparently any. that doesn't matter here, does yeah, it? No, no. no.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Give, give him the bad prize, Okay, okay. <laughs> I'm sorry, just talking with Jim there. Yes, now. So you're saying uh, no. We're going to say no to the We're second no. part. No to the second part? No to the first part? Yes. Yes, no is the answer hey! in general. It's not. It's uh, apparently been going around. It's another urban legend. And I guess cockroach uh, actually lay their eggs in fairly big bundles. Right?
9: <laughs> you might notice that, yeah. You probably would notice that
0: before you licked an envelope anyway. so would... One right, one wrong. <laughs> Okay. All right, things have turned around here, and it's much better inertia going now. Jim, what's left there? Current events, people, places, or school. Okay. James?
4: Uh, la, 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 current events.
0: <laughs> Are you working now, James? Or? No,
4: I'm looking out at the cat <laughs> who just brought home a chipmunk. Ain't that nice? Oh, yeah. Mm, successful making day. Making strawberry jam.
0: You better check it for cockroaches. Okay. I better. You're making strawberry jam, or the cat is?
4: I am. The cat okay. is making his own fun with that, uh, Okay. yeah.
0: All right. It ain't hay, but it is Monet. Uh, how much did Haystack's last rays of the sun go for uh, in London? This is a record for a Monet, I believe, or at least for a Haystack. I'm sure that was it. Uh, 14.2 million, 16.8, or 22.7 million dollars for Haystack's last rays of the sun. Boy, oh boy. Do you have any clue?
4: I'm thinking it's the middle number.
0: It usually is, isn't it?
4: Well, I don't know about the Oftentimes, usual, but not but 22 sounds
0: <laughs> So there were four 22 times. is more than you would pay.
4: Well, yeah.
0: Yeah. Okay. I haven't seen it but in person. But then I'm not
4: a rich guy who bids on these things.
0: It's very nice. Monet. I, I oh, would hang it in my sure. room. Where, where guess, was this sold? Uh, in at uh, Sotheby's I think in London. Not eBay? Not, not eBay, no. <laughs> eBay wouldn't be real anyway. So, uh, 14.2, 16.8, this is in American dollars, ah. dollars, dollars. It's got to be a record, so...
4: Let's, go, let's go for broke. Go for the 22.
0: Yeah, let's go for the high one. We're going to go for the high one. You know, it's, I'm sorry, it's 14.2. You could oh. have saved yourself some change here, actually. Ah, 14 yeah, yeah, yeah. point, it's really cheap at half the price, as my dad used to say.
9: And That's um,
4: right.
1: <laughs> one right and
0: two wrong.
9: But yeah. if it
4: was pounds, yeah. see, then it would be about the 22 million dollars. Yeah. So he's
9: probably going to mark it up, though, to 22. Yeah.
4: I think, with the commissions? Good point. Anyway, Jim, what—that's uh, uh,
0: uh, <laughs> one We're right and that. two wrong. Okay, you are the George Bush of what do you know? You know actually, am. Jim, <laughs> you're getting everything wrong. Um, you got to help me out. All right, well I'll help you out. I tried to do on that one. Now. Oh, I yeah, actually. I know you did. And you
4: obfuscated.
0: I did not obfuscate. <laughs> I'm not an obfuscator. Uh, so what's left there, Jim? People, places, or school? Brad.
9: I'm going to probably hate myself and I'm going to say school. Okay. Hate yourself in the
0: morning for this, yeah. I think. Okay. All right. This camp, actually, last the show we did, so this is apropos. Did Vikings have horns on their helmets? I don't believe so. You don't? Why do you not believe so, James?
4: Um, because if I'm remembering some uh, show that my kids like to watch, you know, like Nova, <laughs> one of them things, I don't believe that they had the horns and they came in later. Your kids in, in don't, legend.
0: or the Vikings did?
4: <laughs> the kids came later than Vikings, yes. Yes. And yes. I believe that the horns came later as as part of you know legend about how like awful they were.
0: Operatic convention
9: probably Yeah,
4: yeah.
0: So you're saying no? Go along
9: with I that. I believe That's, no. That sounds very. Uh, you know what you're talking about, don't you? I, I don't know. Yes, you don't know. I'm gonna, scapegoat. Uh, I'm going to go along with that. That yes. sounds like it makes yes sense. Yes is no. Yes or no is yes.
0: Uh, yeah, they wore fur hats. They wore fur, fur hats with uh, ear flaps.
4: I would think probably. horned hats would be too cold.
0: <laughs> yeah, horned hats made no sense for the climate in which they're in. And, uh, too right and two wrong. No, so this is it. To get it right, you win, get it wrong, you lose, and uh, what's left there. People or places. People or places. How about places? Okay. Places it is. All right. All right, you can get how many marriage licenses in Connecticut for one in Waukesha, Wisconsin? I'll <laughs> no, just background here it's the, the cheapest licenses are in certain places in Connecticut. The most expensive one in the country is in Waukesha, Wisconsin, so avoid it for marriage purposes. But uh is the answer twenty three, seventeen, or as many as you want. They're free.
4: I got married in Connecticut. Oh, and you did? my wife got the uh the marriage license. I don't know. And she <laughs> and,
0: and she's blocked that out, apparently.
4: <laughs> yeah. Is, is your
0: wife there? I heard someone screaming in the background. Yeah, she's there, yelling see.
4: at me on the radio now. Yeah,
0: do you remember, ask her if she remembers what she paid?
4: No, she just gave me the look like I don't remember. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay.
0: So well, how many can uh, you get in? I don't
9: believe it was free. Yeah, that doesn't sound right either. Yeah. Okay,
0: so uh, what, was the what were the other options? One? Twenty-three or seventeen. Oh. You get how many marriage licenses in Connecticut for one in Waukesha, Wisconsin? Twenty-three or seventeen. Or... <sighs>
4: Oh.
9: they are pretty close, aren't they?
4: Yeah. They are, but not quite the same.
0: Brad,
9: what are you leaning towards? Uh, you know, we went with the high one on the painting. You're going with the
0: high one? That's right, hey! 23. Very <laughs> insightful, because he got married in Connecticut, and he knows the ultimate price. It's much higher than the $4. She paid $4 in, in certain uh, places in Connecticut. It's $4. I don't know. Maybe, uh, in New Haven, I don't and
4: remember. And worth
0: every dollar of it, I might add. It
4: has been worth every dollar.
0: Yes. And, and it was in Waukesha, $95 for a oh. marriage certificate. They're trying to discourage Waukesians Now you just can't do it on a whim.
1: Discourage them from getting married? That's boneheaded. I can't understand that at all. Jim, uh, what do they win, James? Uh, although Clinton is no longer president, you can still enjoy a pound of his favorite coffee, Bill's decaf blend. It's from right. Gomez Estates Coffee and Tea. Brad, you've won the incredible Boca Burger Barbecue Bundle, everything for you the gave cookout.
0: Give the good prizes. I told you gave the,
1: <laughs> <prizes>. <laughs> the red hot grill, the cooking apron, mitts, and spatula, to a free pack of Boca Burgers, the meatless burger that makes meat lovers salivate and the vegetarians celebrate. Now, can't we give that to James too?
0: I mean, we always the local. Can we send those through the mail?
1: I believe that we can. The Boca Woo-hoo! Burger Bundle, barbecue bundle. They They
0: frown, they, they frown against it. But, they frown against it. Yes. Is that English or what? I don't. I mean, we need to spread
1: the boca. Take out the charcoal. Yeah.
0: Are you? A, a, do you like to grill out?
1: I'm a grill Cool. All right, we'll cool. send it. <laughs> Sounds good. We don't. We don't All care right. about the staffs. So inability to get it out. Sounds good. And you'll both have summer fun with a monster. We don't actually send
0: these things out anyway. <laughs> so. before. Fun with a
1: monster in your pocket who's cuddly, evil, and itching for action playing Pocathulu. It's the adventure game by S. John Ross and John Kavalik from Dorkstorm Press and discover all of the odd pockets of the dairy State in Michael Feldman's Wisconsin Curiosities, quirky characters, roadside oddities, and other offbeat stuff written with Diana Cook from the Globe Pequot Press. Congratulations nice job, to you. Nice
0: Brad. Thank you. Hey-hey. Thanks for being up here. No
1: you did a good job, James. <laughs> Hang on. We'll get the details from you.
0: Hang on. Thanks very much. You're dismissed. What? Thank, you. thank you know thank travels to Thanks, Door County,
1: point. Wisconsin for a live broadcast on Saturday, July 21st at the Door County Auditorium in Fish Creek. Tickets are available at 920-868-2728. That's 920-868-2728.
0: Well, you know, Jim, and I know you do, uh, Wisconsin Dells, a big vacation area here, right near not too far from Madison. We've got the Dells. Are you from the Dells? You just been to the Dells. You live in the Dells. No one actually lives in the Dells, do they? They just visit there. Great uh, destination. And uh, every year, hundreds and hundreds of, of of young people from around the world come to work in the Dells from all over the world. You know, uh, virtually every country. And there are a lot of Irish people and people from Latvia, people from. Uh, Yugoslavia and Turkey come and kids come there and work the summer in the Dells and go back in, and I uh, caught a in the Wisconsin State Journal there was an article which I thought was funny because Dells offers dream jobs for students around the world, and they quoted one uh, student in there and we have him online with us now and he has sort of a mixed reaction to being here in America and I'm so I was wondering what reaction are these people who come from all around the world, America dreamland in the in the waiting, they come to Wisconsin Dells and what sort of experience are they actually getting while they're here. Uh, and, uh, 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 is it, is it Peter? Is that how you would pronounce that? Or? Hi,
12: yes, I'm Peter. Hello. Peter,
0: yes. Hi. your last name is, is Karankowicz?
12: That's right. Karankowicz.
0: Karankowicz. Pretty yeah. close. Uh, how I'm are you? I'm from Poland. From Poland. How are you, Peter? Nice to meet you.
12: Nice to meet you, too.
0: Yeah, and so you came from Poland, and was this, is this your first time in America?
12: Yes, it's my first time. Yeah. That's right.
0: Yeah, where are you from in Poland?
12: I'm from Warsaw. It's the capital city of Poland. Yeah,
0: from Warsaw. So you're from the big city.
12: Um, I guess so.
0: Yeah. Uh, uh, and in coming to uh, what, what expectations did you have in in coming to Wisconsin?
12: Um, expectations. Um, yeah. I wanted to earn money, yeah, just like everyone. Yeah, and uh, I wanted to practice my English and, of course, uh, meet new friends.
0: Yeah, how's your English coming? Sounds very good.
12: Oh, thank you. <laughs> yeah, you
0: got a chance to use. It. You're working in a fudge shop.
12: Yes, I'm. I work in the fudge shop, right?
0: Yeah. I'm what?
12: making fudges. It's really fantastic.
0: <laughs> this is what you always want to do, really, is make fudge in Wisconsin Dells. Right, really, yeah. when, you're, when you're a little kid growing up in Warsaw, naturally you have dreams. <laughs> uh-huh,
12: uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right. what, what are you? It's what ironic, you, of course.
0: It, yeah, somewhat, I think. So. What were you trained for in, in in Poland? You're in school yet, I presume.
12: Yes, I'm on uh, Academy of Physical Education in Warsaw. Oh, yeah. And uh, my faculty is tourism and recreation.
0: Oh, yeah, okay. So you're recreating in Poland. Yeah. Yeah. And so, okay, that's good. Cool. So you came here and you take like your your life savings to come here, just about right.
12: Uh huh.
0: Yeah, and end up in the in the fudge shop there in, in the Dells. <laughs> and what What's your reaction?
12: My reaction.
2: Yeah.
12: Um. I'm here for three weeks, yeah, and I think that, um, yes, it's okay. I think, that in general, it's okay.
0: Well, that's not how, what you are quoted as in the paper here, Peter.
12: Yes, because the, there's so many questions that I have to answer, it's, but in general, it's okay. It's okay.
0: Yeah. But it says here, after two weeks working in the fudge store... Yeah. Uh, he said uh, America is instead people with tattoos all over their bodies who wear loose pants yes, and ignore their make, babies I, when they cry.
12: That's right. Doesn't <laughs> make sense. <laughs> I, know <that. laughs> I know that. I know that. I have read this um, article and wh- what, what, that, uh, what uh, does she wanted to say? I yeah. don't know. Because she asked me about my impression yeah. about Americans. And um, I know I, 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 just, I, I was saying um, in general that You know, in Poland, there's no, uh, it it is not common that um, young people, old people, you know, have uh, tattoos on their bodies. Yeah. But but it was uh, just like separately, you know. I didn't uh, say that, you know. So you were misquoted. Yeah, and they don't care about their babies. It doesn't make sense, you know. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Oh, that's too bad. It was a good quote. I liked it so much. That's why we called you up here. He said, you know, people with tattoos all over their bodies who wear loose pants and ignore their babies when they cry. <laughs> which of these, which yeah. of these statements is true, then?
12: Excuse me?
0: Which of those statements are true? The tattoos are true.
12: Um, what do you think about tattoos?
0: Yeah, but, I mean, I'm saying, which of, how much of that is true, then? You think the tattoos are true, right? That Americans have tattoos all over their bodies. Yeah. Do we wear loose pants? Um... Uh...
12: Mm, I don't, I don't understand what does mean loose pants. Because, okay. Really? You know, <laughs> No, pants. because uh, I, I mean, um, I mean that um, uh, they, they wear, um, you know, big pants. Th- that's what I meant.
0: Big pants. That's, yeah. We're big people. We gotta wear big.
12: Yeah, that's right. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You are very, you know, big people. Uh, I'm, I'm shocked, really.
0: Oh, I see. So you're <laughs> saying we're fat, too.
12: <laughs> no.
0: So we're big fat people with tattoos all over our bodies who wear loose pants and ignore their babies when they cry. That's what you meant to say.
12: You know, (laughs) you're making a mess here.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Could it be just the type of person who comes to a fudge shop, for example, (laughs) would tend to be a big fat person with loose pants, tattoos, and ignoring their babies?
3: Oh, wow, yeah.
0: you know, you can't go by everyone just by who walks into the fudge shop there. (laughs) Because we have many people here. Well, actually, quite a large crowd here with loose pants and tattoos.
12: Oh, stop it.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Now, but I'm sure if I were to go to work in a fudge shop in Warsaw, that I would see a lot of uh, uh, heavy people walking in in loose pants with tattoos.
12: And no, you wouldn't.
0: Ignoring their children. I wouldn't see that.
12: No, you wouldn't. Yeah. Um, uh, you know, um, I was shocked um, mm-hmm. because I came here and uh, I know it's uh, it's rude. <laughs> it's not unpolite, but no, that's okay. Yeah. But uh, I saw so many people uh, fat. It doesn't matter if they are young or old. Yeah. You know, uh, here are so ma- yeah so many uh, fat people. Yeah. It's it's really enormous. Right. It's it's like illness or something like yeah.
0: that.
12: Yeah. <laughs> Uh, they're large,
0: it's what we call large-boned.
12: Uh-huh, okay.
0: We call it large-boned, you know, and we always thought it was because people were from, you know, they, they grew up in Poland, and, you know, they, their ancestors uh-huh. came here, and there are a lot of Polish people here, and German people, and they're... Yes, they tend, I've heard about it. They did Yeah. But that's not true. People back in Poland actually are thin, you're saying?
12: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. hmm
0: you probably are thin, you're 20 years old, though, so uh, you're I'm actually,
12: 20, almost 21. Yeah. 20. I, and I'm thin.
0: And you're thin, yeah, yeah, obviously you're thin, even though you're working in the fudge shop.
12: Oh, yeah. It's, you know, like, <laughs> I'm thin and I work in fudge shop. Oh, my God.
0: Yeah. So were you hoping to get into the Dungeon of Horrors instead of the fudge shop, or...?
12: Um, excuse me?
0: The Dungeon of Horrors, you know, there's a, the, that exhibit there called the Dungeon of Horrors in the Dells. Horrors.
12: Um, I don't know. <laughs> yeah,
0: no. Okay. Yeah, you, you hang around with some of the other... What, what are the other reactions of other young people? Are you, are you rooming with them? And, and, and... Um... Are they having a good experience here, or is it is, it, is it more like yours
12: um, I think that more like uh, mine because <clears throat> my friend told me that um, two years ago in Poland we had a war we had a war, so um, a man from uh, from Wisconsin asked us how we su- how did we survive you know it was amazing we, two years ago we had a war in Poland yeah. And it's strange. Yeah. And now he asked us uh, if we if we live in free country, for example. Yeah. If we have other communists. you know, I I'm 20 years old, uh, and a year old, and I was born in a free country. Yeah. So it's amazing, right? Um, it's a lot of misconceptions. And one very funny, mm. uh, very a situation that one American girl <laughs> wanted to to go to Germany this year, mm-hmm. and, um, and um, my friend asked her, if you go, uh, do you go to Berlin? And she said, no, to Germany. Ah. Oh, very, very So funny.
2: what
0: you're saying now is that we are ignorant, fat,
12: oh, tattooed no, people you know, in loose pants. Very, you know, who? I like those people. Yeah. They're smile. they're very kind, very nice, really. Yeah, But uh, there are some situations that, you know, frustrating me, really. Yeah no yeah. because um um yesterday um, i had a friend from bulgaria and uh, and he said and he invited uh, a a guy from usa to bulgaria
2: mm-hmm.
12: and the guy from usa asked him which state is it in yeah. usa you know <laughs> It's really strange. You know, I yeah. understand that USA it's is not a, stout, a very though, big is it? country, no. but we have a Europe, of
0: course. Yeah. Well, all right, so uh, we're ignorant, we're fat, we're tattooed, but we're but we're nice, is what you're saying.
12: Yes, they're, really, they're very nice people. Very nice people. Uh, the people who I work with, yeah, you know, they're very, very nice. I, l- I, like, I like them very much,
0: really. Yeah, yeah. Can you get good fudge back in Poland?
12: um uh, <laughs> uh do i open the fudge in poland
0: no i mean is there is there similar fudge back in poland oh,
12: and, um, yeah. no you know it's uh, <laughs> it's amazing because um in Poland there are so many um american restaurants but uh, there's no fudges. Okay.
0: No. <laughs> so maybe you could bring that back to Poland and open your own little Wisconsin Dells fudge shop. I thought about it, yeah. yeah. Thought about it, really?
12: I'm just kidding. No. Aha, yeah. <laughs> uh.
0: <laughs> uh-huh. so we're gullible, fat, <laughs> obese people with loose pants and tattoos <gasps> who ignore each other. Uh, Peter, have you, have you uh, doing any dating here? Any date American uh, girls or go out with uh, American people and get a chance to know us a little more on a personal level? or
12: um, time no, for... I just have met with American people uh, at work. Just When at work. I was working um, yeah. in the restaurant. Yeah. yeah.
0: No time to socialize?
12: Um, one girl gave me a telephone number. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, do you have the yeah. number on you, Peter? Because
0: <laughs> <laughs> I think I can do a Polish accent and call her up. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, but you didn't go out with her?
12: No, I didn't. I have no time. You no.
0: Know. No time. And then when are you going back?
12: Um, um, at, on September.
0: September, okay. So you mm-hmm. got time to come, to come down to Madison. It's only a few miles away. You've been here?
12: No, I haven't, but, uh, but I heard that's a very beautiful city.
0: Yeah, come on down here. We'll show you a good town.
12: Uh, yeah, it's uh, not far away from Wisconsin. I'll person.
0: pick out some of our fattest, ta- most tattooed people to, yeah. to escort you around town.
12: <laughs> okay, maybe. Okay. <laughs> One day. Okay. Well, yeah, try it, Peter.
0: Nice talking with you, and actually, okay. I wish you no the best. best of luck. Thank you. Yeah, nice talking Bye. with you. Peter Tronkowicz from Warsaw. He was working there at the fudge shop in Wisconsin Dells, so look him up. It was a good quote. Too bad it was made up. <laughs> but he said all those things, but maybe not in that order. So that's, or had that. But uh, that's kind of an interesting guy. It's true. You go to the Dells out there. Everyone is from a different country. It's kind of, it's kind of amazing. It's like yeah. a little UN going on there. It's kind of neat. And see what they think about us? Yeah. So it's just people. Are you, are you, are you, have you been that's in the, the Dells? Uh, Were you visiting there? Are you? Are, oh, you work there. Okay. Sad thing. can I just see your pants for a minute? <laughs> this loose pants thing has got me a little baffled. I think baffled, it's the right? baggy
1: pants, you know, the okay. oversized.
0: Oh, okay. Is that what it is?
1: These, yeah.
0: You the young people wear right. that, but they're not a, fat, are they? Young people, for the most Andy. part.
9: Okay.
6: I think he was trying to say they they weren't too they weren't tattooed and they didn't have baggy
5: pants and they weren't ignoring their children like all one person. So there wasn't all one person to right. fit this profile. Right. Yeah, yeah. No, I understand what you're saying there. Yeah. Okay.
0: All right, uh, we've got a tune coming up here. Is there anything you want to promote, or there your chance to do it, John? No. Okay. <laughs> and then coming up for the summer? Um, no. Besides uh, the wedding, which I know you're trying to ignore as yeah. much as possible. But that's okay. Yeah. This this tune here.
5: Uh, this is called "Smoking in the Back." Are
0: you okay? You're not going to upchuck on us here. No, no, no. I just I I know yeah, you've been a little respiratory,
5: ill. Respiratory uh, distress. Yeah.
0: Okay. You're not going to go to some kind of a rest here, are you? Because I I don't know what to do. I'm not going to Heimlich you, I'll tell you that. I can walk on his back. Yeah, that would work. Oh,
6: Jim might Heimlich me.
0: He might, he might, he might. (laughs) Anyhow, John Tooling, Jeff Hammond on the (laughs) bass.
1: What do you know from PRI, Public Radio International. You. At notmuch.com, you're listening to Michael Feldman's What Do You Know from PRI, Public Radio International.
0: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Nice tune. Very nice tune. Thanks. Yes, sir. Okay. We're cooking now. Yes, sir. We're really cooking now. That was a nice little tune there, you guys.
5: You okay? We have to. I was going to call that uh, smoking in the backyard, but I think I'll call it choking in the backyard. Choking. That
0: sounds good. Uh Brad Moore is all here, from, all the way from uh, Bellevue. Wait a minute, that was on the quiz. <laughs> Forget him; we already did that. Well, how about Brad Thomas, then from Minneapolis? Huh? Spent last night at Camp Hell in Lodi, it says he. It. Where? Is it? Tent camping? Yeah. I'll come around to you. Okay, just you can get up if you like. Yeah, you have the look of a guy who's been in the tent all night. Yeah. Bad night.
6: Yeah, it was a well. It started out really nice, yeah. actually, yeah. Uh, until about 11:15 or so, and a, a convoy of about seven vehicles decided to pull it in right next to where we were camping. That and always happens. I know. It's I always know. the
0: same people too.
6: Yeah, we gotta find out who they are and stop them. I know we should. So you're there in your little tent. What do you got? A little. Uh... Yeah, we got a little fire going now. It's nice having a couple of Coronas and uh, you and. And my friend Jocelyn. Jocelyn sounds good so far. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah it yeah. was real nice. Jocelyn yeah. had a couple of Coronas. Got the fire going. Right. It's crackling. Yeah. Got the tent set up. And, and then, uh, then there was just a, a bottle of wine too. <laughs> no, no wine. No, no wine. wine. Coronas are good. Yeah, yeah. Found Coronas yeah. the gas station. It's getting to be a little later. You're thinking about settling
0: in there, and right. It's about time to pee on the fire. Traditional right. male thing to do.
6: Right. And and then the headlights just started coming in one after the other, and yeah. we started counting them, yeah. and we just went, oh no. You know. How many did you get there? Well, uh, seven. Seven. Yeah, and there was probably at least six. Car. Yeah, seven in each car. Seven in each car.
7: Oh yeah, they just kept coming. It was like, yeah. it was clowns.
0: Just kind of a mood killer.
7: Um. Well, <laughs> we were
10: we were very tired. <laughs> and
0: pretty drunk by that point. Aren't they? Yeah. No. Tired and drunk, but it's harder to deal with a convoy moving. In.
6: Yeah, it is. It's dusty and you know. The so what do they proceed to do? Set up tents, or they? Yeah, they're, they're all tent campers as well, yeah. and uh, they set up just you know. First thing to do is throw the poles out. You know what I'm The guy, first yeah. sound
0: you hear the crashing.
6: Oh, they, there's no light. They have well, they do have a couple of lanterns, but they decide to leave all their vehicles running with the headlights pointed <laughs> in their direction. That there's like you know. Headlights. To, it's dark. Yeah, right. So there's headlights on our tent as well. So. So naturally, after we peed on the fire, we went to the bed, and still had like oh, you
0: too. I thought it was just a guy. I think. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> it's cool. I should camp with her. That sounds like fun. Yeah.
6: So yeah, it was just a yeah. camp hell. So how long did it take them to set up? Probably about an hour or so. Uh, it took um, an hour.
12: It was about two thirty by the time they finally uh, were quiet. And the mood
0: totally gone by then. Oh uh, yeah. That you had so carefully nurtured and established.
6: You know, and I was doing so good about not saying anything, and then finally I just had to tell them to shut up. And- you know, it was quarter to two in the morning. And yeah. and, uh, and the response was? Uh, there was not really too much of a response. It was more like, what did he say? <laughs> yeah,
0: like they couldn't imagine that there'd be right. someone else around. Right. The, like they're in a total wilderness situation there in Lodi.
6: Right. Yeah. Yeah. So is,
0: are you still set up there?
6: No, no. We packed up early and made it down here. So, yeah.
4: so where are
0: you going to spend the night tonight?
4: Portage. Portage, Wisconsin. <laughs> Portage.
6: Yeah, and we have some friends up there. Oh, so you're not tent camping? We are going to actually tent camp on their land, so. Okay. But it's hard to find areas are around. Obnoxious,
0: secretly obnoxious, and do things in the middle of the night, or? Uh, yeah.
6: I hope not. Yeah.
2: Well,
0: you, you've had a, a, a bad camping experience, but I think we have a little something to, to make it better for you. On the we, way, Jim?
1: on the way to Portage, I want you to yeah. stop at the um, at the uh, Capitol Brewery and pick up a case of beer.
6: Excellent. It's
1: not Corona, but it's good, damn good beer. All right. Good luck to
0: you. Nice to meet you. Does that sound like a familiar camping experience? That's, uh, that's, and then the raccoons come out. I don't know. Did you get the raccoons? We have a ferocious breed of raccoons in Wisconsin. You know, it really is not the badger state; it's the raccoon state. These guys know no fear. Have you seen these raccoons? You've been camping with raccoons. They are like a gang of toughs. They wa- I mean, I'm sitting around the fire, and I think, well, they're not going to bother me. I'm around the fire, you know, I'm a, I'm a He-Man, you know, camper guy. I can pee on a fire and put it out if I want to. And these guys walk right up to you, These and some of those raccoons are fairly big. Yes, have you had this
10: experience? No. Fat with loose, baggy pants.
0: <laughs> You're right, maybe they weren't raccoons. Maybe they just got in from the Dells. They're scary. I end up throwing stones at them and stuff, trying to chase them off, and they don't really care. It just glances off their fur, and they, they terror. And they can rip open your tent with their slashy little claws. And stuff. You know what I'm talking about? If they'll find food in your tent, it doesn't matter if like you're sleeping, your head is next to it or something. You, claws will come through the tent. Yes, has that happened to you? Pretty close. Pretty close. See? And then the people come in from Illinois. It's even worse. <laughs> That's what they were. Ken, uh, Ken Hansberger, Hans Hansberger, Ken, he's from Naperville anyhow, See Hans, oh look he's got the Wano license plate, so it means your car does not have a plate right now, it's, it could be confiscated, look at this, isn't that cute, uh, did you actually apply for that plate? Yeah, I did, yeah, it yeah, cost 93 bucks. 93 bucks, well thank you very much for it. He has the Wacknow plate, Jim.
1: I, I, I have a whack now plate too.
0: Yes, well, that's different strokes for different folks, I guess, but isn't that nice? Is that an honor of the show or is that just a coincidence? Well, Car Talk was taken, so I thought, one. <laughs> Get out of here. Right. I'm getting chopped by everybody. i got to leave. Okay, here's this should be good. This guy is a stripper, uh, Larry Katz from New Hope, Minnesota. You know, I always wonder about. No, it says for New Hope. You're a stripper. Striper. parking lot striping and oh, Mark and uh, <laughs> when I first got the business, my never, friends yeah. all thought mine then. okay, it wouldn't be the parking. <laughs> thought he was a parking lot stripper. Okay, that's not gonna work either. We've got some uh, kids here from Scales Mound, Illinois, uh, and I I have no idea where that is and. But this one is sleeping, and one and two are... I, I don't know you want to say hello. Where, where is Scales Mound? Are you from Scales Mound?
13: No, I'm not. They are.
0: they are. Are they with you? Yes. Yes. Hi, how are you? Fine. Did you want to say hello? Are you Emily?
13: Yeah. How are you? Fine. Pretty good? So
0: you're in uh, third... I guess I asked you that already, didn't I? Yeah.
13: yeah but how are you, really? <laughs> good. You're good? Okay.
0: Are you enjoying the show, or...? Yeah. Are you getting it?
13: Uh... not really. No. <laughs> Yeah,
0: any well, I mean like what happened today that you thought was funny or good?
13: I don't know. Nothing, huh?
0: <laughs> see my daughter says the same thing. I she's in fourth grade and I have one in in first grade, going into second. Neither of them will come to my show. Can you see why?
13: Uh I don't know. Yeah, that's, that's their reaction too.
0: Uh and where you know where is Scales Mound? I n- I've actually never heard of that. Is that what is there a big city near there?
13: Um well it's sort of by Galena. Oh, near Galena, okay.
0: Famous, and are you here uh, with, on vacation? Or
13: well, we came just with our family, mm-hmm. and they're staying at a hotel in Galena. So they came up to visit, and we wanted to go to your show.
0: You did. Have you heard the show on the radio?
13: Yeah. And,
0: and what do you think of it on the radio?
13: It's good. Oh, thank
0: you. <laughs> That's very kind of you. And who is this young person with you here?
13: That's my cousin Abby.
0: Oh, hi, Abby. How are you? Good. And uh, what grade are you in?
13: I'm going in second. Second grade, huh? Oh, yeah.
0: Because you'll be the same age. Are you about eight, maybe seven.
13: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Eight. Eight. Yeah.
0: Looking forward to that. Mm-hmm. Are, are, you, are you in Galena or Scales Mound?
13: Um, I'm in Waynesville. Well, see, that throws off everything then. <laughs> Could you please
0: move either to Galena or Scales Mound?
13: So.
0: <laughs> you'll have to do that for us. And are you looking forward to second grade? Yeah. How's the summer? Are You guys see? I never see my daughters because they are doing seventeen different things: basketball, and karate, and uh, pottery, and tennis. Are you doing all the different kinds of stuff the summer?
13: Yeah. What are they making you do? Um, I do lots of stuff at camp. You do? Oh,
2: you're
0: at camp. camp. Is it a sleepaway camp or day
13: camp? Day camp.
0: Yeah. And what about you?
13: I'm in baseball and piano. Baseball and
0: piano. Those are your choices.
13: Uh yeah. No pressure there?
0: No parental pressure?
13: No. Okay. And
0: what do you play in baseball?
13: Um well, stop,
0: first base pitcher?
13: Well we do all different kinds of things. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So you play all positions? Yeah. Good hitter? You're having a good year?
13: Yeah. I bet you are.
0: See, I'm trying to get my little one to play baseball, but she wants to do karate instead. Have you ever done that?
13: No. Yeah.
0: It's great because she can kick her sister. But her sister <laughs> is taking karate, so she kicks back. So where's the game, you know? (laughs) Baseball, you got a bat, and you can really cream her if you want it. (laughs) Very nice to have you girls here. I'm glad you're here, and we have something. uh, No booze this time, Jim. (laughs) What do we have for young people? We have
1: a special game, the apples-to-apples game. Yes, they can each get
0: one of those? That's right.
1: She lives in Wayne'sville. Out-of-the-box productions.
0: Okay, thanks. Thanks Thanks for being here, girls. (laughs) Nice to meet you both. Hope you have a great summer. A pleasure. Come back and join us again. We're gonna try another round of the What Do You Know quiz because although that went well the first time, we can do better, as a certain president used to say, without actually doing it himself. Let's uh, see the hands of those of you who want to try them at the quiz. I know you didn't get a chance the first time and this is a chance to make up for that. And uh, yes, how about you, yeah. You look like you, uh, come on, somebody wants somebody get a chance to play. Feel good for her. You should feel good for her. How are you? I feeling good. Yes. And you're looking well. How are you? Thank
11: you. I'm good, thanks.
0: And you are? Lynn. Lynn, where are you from?
11: Uh, well, I live in Madison. I'm originally from Connecticut. From Connecticut.
0: Yeah. Your marriage licenses are cheap there, you know.
11: Apparently. I had no idea. Four bucks,
0: you can't go wrong, you know. <laughs> be worth it. Uh, Lynn, right? Yes. Give me one good reason, Lynn, why you should play this quiz.
11: Well, I was at your Millennium show, actually, and in the intermission you came up, it was very nice of you to say hello to the, you know, those of us who were in the cheap seats and the... Balcony, and you said hello to myself and my friends, and the whole time you were looking down the front of my dress. So, you owe me! You owe me!
0: Oh, yeah, I remember you. All right, come on. Well, it's really good to see you again. <laughs> well,
11: thanks. <laughs> I think I should button up here. No, <laughs> that's
0: really all right. I think I'm over that. Um, you know, it's the bifocals.
11: Oh, of course. Because well, you guys, course. you're
0: always, she you like to talk to you now. Oh, and like I was,
11: actually. oh, and I thought it was me the whole time.
0: Jeez. Yes, well, it was you and the bifocals. And, <laughs> and the night and the music. And so, uh, well, geez, I'm sorry. That was rather rude of me. I don't well, know what like I was know. thinking of.
11: Well, it was New Year's Eve, I'm sure, you know, it's the I start mean, of a new millennium, of, I'm I, sure. That, I don't know that. why
0: I was bothering to think it. <laughs> like a girl like you could fall for a guy like me, you know? What am I thinking of? How are you?
11: I'm good, thanks. Uh,
0: yeah. yeah, you have a nice face. I'm surprised I didn't oh, look at you. it last time. So. <laughs> it's
11: okay, I was looking at your chest, too. I was <laughs> Oh, yeah, well,
0: right. So anyway... Besides that, our, our history, we have history now. Uh, what, what do you do in life?
11: I'm a grad student here at UW.
0: Are you? Mm-hmm. And what are you in? Sociology. Sociology. So you yeah. can understand someone like me, really. Put me, put <laughs> well, me in perspective. You know. yeah. Is that a rude thing? To do? I mean, that, that's, that's kind of offensive, isn't it, for someone to be looking at? Well, a little at, bit, uh, yeah. It is. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I'm sorry about that. <laughs> I, I actually, I hate Thank it. you. When I appreciate that. When women stare at my crotch, I hate that. I'm <laughs> <not ashamed. laughs>
11: It's rough. I mean, fe- I can understand why You feel they would. like you feel like an object. Yeah, if I it's, hate, I it's hate that. It's I rough. Hate
0: that. So, so knock it off, you people. Then they always ask if you're wearing, you know, boxers or briefs and stuff like that. Have
11: Have people asked you that? Do you wear boxers or, or briefs? let well, see? <laughs> Not
0: really. No. <laughs> see, that's what I mean. What's the point in bringing up unless you? All right, no, I'll just uh, let's get off this whole thing here. what did you say you're in again?
11: Sociology. Sociology.
0: Yeah. That's right. So you're gonna end up teaching that, or I
11: hope so. Yeah. 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 If there's an institution out there that will have me, yeah.
0: Yeah, that sounds good. you want this book here? This is kind of uh, You know, psychology. no, not really. Okay, okay. No. <laughs> I don't know about you don't those 16 desires. don't care 16 Reasons. Remember that song? Well, I, well. 16 Reasons. Oh, 16 I Candles. I love you. That one. Oh.
2: 16
0: Reasons. That one? Yes. I, I love No, you don't remember that one. One, the way you are, to the people your freckled nose. Remember that? It's a terrible song. Yeah, anyway. Lynn, isn't it? hmm Yes, nice it is. to have you here.
11: I, and you have it written there. I,
0: I have it written with two Ns or one?
11: Just one, actually.
0: Okay. And uh, you're, you're from Connecticut originally? Yeah. And you came to yeah. Wisconsin to go to school? Yes. the idea? Yes. And uh, where'd you get that dress that you're wearing? I remember that now. <laughs> have you worn uh, that since, or, that. or has that pretty much discouraged you? from?
11: It? Yeah, no, I packed it right up, put it away. Did yeah. you?
0: Yeah. <laughs> okay. Lynn, someone out there is going to call in and play along with you on this quiz, okay, as, as I make it up to you uh, and during this. <laughs> and uh, Jim, how would they do that?
1: Pick up the phone. Call eight hundred nine four two five six six nine W H A K N O W. Answer this qualifying question.
0: Okay, CloneAid, Aid, uh, which is a a group, I guess, or maybe it's a process, says it will be taking its business offshore from the U.S. What is its business? It's called Clone Aid. It's made the news recently. It's an interesting group uh, performing some business service in the in the world. Like they can't do it in the U.S. Now they said they're going to take their business offshore. It will not be doing it in the U.S. Clone Aid. I don't know what that story is all about. If you don't, know, give us a call here. one 800 H A K know Let's go to the phones right now. They're ringing, aren't they? I can hear them. The one effect we have, and it's <laughs> not, it doesn't work. I can't. We'll go to the phones anyway. Mike's on the line from Willow Street, Pennsylvania. Hi, Mike.
5: Hi, Mike. How are you?
0: I'm pretty good. Yourself? Pretty good. Willow Street, uh, acclimate me. Where is that?
5: About seven miles south of Lancaster.
0: Just seven miles? Okay, that's pretty close. There. What do you do out there, Mike?
5: I'm a PC technician.
0: You are? Yes. So you're busy all the time, I bet. Yes. And are most uh, calls that you receive pretty stupid, like plugs not plugged in, that sort of thing?
5: Uh, not too many.
0: No, okay. Just me then, I guess.
5: <laughs> you, know, you know about this clone aid thing? Uh, I hadn't read about it, but yeah. uh, I take a pretty good guess that uh, they're going to be cloning something or other, either animals or people.
0: Okay, and uh, what's what's the story?
5: Well, I imagine since the the law prevents them from doing any kind of cloning here in the United States, they uh, have to take it offshore.
0: Okay, so you think they're cloning what?
5: Oh, I'd say people.
0: No, I'm sorry, they're cloning people. <laughs> so, nice try, though, Mike, and maybe the next person is going to get it. <laughs> yes, that's right, they're cloning people, and they're... That's this cult thing. The full story, too. It's actually a cult that believes that we are cloned from aliens that landed here, or something like that. So they're going to return the favor, apparently. I don't know. So, uh, Mike, what do you what do you do out there? You're in PC repair, right?
5: Yeah, I work at a help desk for an international company. Oh, you do. Okay. Can we mention that company or York International? Okay, there you go. And this is Lynn. Hi, Mike. She Hi.
0: Sociology. Why are we getting this weird, weird thing here? Sound. It's the aliens. <laughs> okay, we're going to clone the fattest and most tattooed of you <laughs> at the fudge shop in the Dells. Oh, thank you very much. I guess that's over with now. So, uh, Mike, you know how this works, right? Yes. Yeah. Mike, are you a married guy? Are you in school yet? or are you, what, are you, what are you doing these days?
5: Um, I'm married. Married?
0: Uh, got kids? I've
5: got two kids and one grandchild. You have a grandchild? Yeah. Oh, well, that's, that's amazing, really. So your kids are all growing up? One of them is. Yeah. How would you do that?
1: Very carefully. You mean?
0: If you hang on to them long enough, they grow up. I can't believe it. All right, Mike and Lynn, you two work together, and Jim Packard will tell us now the choices that you have.
1: You have current events, people, places, things you should have learned in school, science, odds and ends.
0: Okay, Mike, pick one.
5: Uh, science.
0: Science is good. Okay. All right. According to uh, Sam Houston State University in Huntsville, Texas, uh, sweet nothings, uh, or words of love, are best whispered in the left ear, in the right ear, or left unsaid. (laughs) Words of love.
11: Does this have something to do with which hemisphere of the brain? Yes, exactly,
0: with how it's processed. Receives sweet nothings. Yeah, one side of the brain receives... These things. The other one just analyzes them and rejects them. Apparently, because I have said some pretty cool ones. They got <laughs> me nowhere. I, well, I thought. So <laughs> you whisk- whisper them in the left ear, the right ear, or are you just to leave them unsaid? Mike, Lynn, what do you think, Lynn?
11: Geez, uh, I'm trying to remember what the different halves of your brain do. I don't know. Maybe in the. Well, I don't know. If you whisper them in. The left ear, do they just go straight to the left half of the brain or do they
0: I think most you know, there's do cross they, wiring yeah, in my brain, I which is I why I think why it's pretty well crossed there. Yeah. So if you whisper in the right ear it ends up on the left side of your, down your shirt brain, explains <laughs> There's uh, the a wiring <laughs> right. problems. Yeah,
11: yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Maybe the right ear? What do you think, Mike?
0: Or the left ear? Those are the two possibilities the as far as ears, ears go. The ear
5: would go to the left half, which is the more logical, and the left ear would go to the right half, which would be the more artistic.
0: So you're saying the left ear, then?
5: I would say the left the ear. The audience
11: yeah. likes that. <laughs> left yeah, ear is we'll right. Go with that.
0: Congratulations. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, here yeah. How can a bell not work? We'll talk about technology. I don't on a bell can work.
1: That's one uh, right. No wrong.
0: Very good, Jim. Thank you very much for staying on top of it today. Appreciate that. And uh, what's, uh, what's left there? Current
1: events. People, places, school, odds and ends. Okay.
11: Well, let's go for school. School. All right.
1: All right, what's that little upside-down
0: bird that hops down a tree trunk? You know, the one that comes down beak first? Annoying little thing. What's it called?
11: We, we get some choices. No, it's something <laughs> you should have learned. You should no, know this I by see. now. Yes. Isn't it some kind of woodpecker, maybe?
5: Like a, a flicker or something.
0: Flicker? Woodpecker?
11: They don't, they don't like The audience doesn't no. like that either. No. Uh,
0: Sparrow? Cardinal? Like some
11: kind of... Robin, um, Robin,
0: <laughs> Nuthatch, uh. <laughs> Morning Dove. Huh?
11: I don't even Nuthatch. What, what do you think about the Nuthatch, Mike?
0: Uh, um, I think I'm in a Nuthatch. Sure, so mother so mother 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 the audience likes Mike. Nuthatch. <laughs> oh, you mean that, Mike? Yes. Okay. Well, so what are you saying?
11: I, I think we should go with the Nuthatch. <laughs> nuthatch is right. Yes, the white-breasted.
0: No reference intended. Nuthatch. That's Too right. So what then?
1: Too right and no wrong.
0: Right and no wrong, Jim. Yeah. Okay, interesting. So that means they won more and they've actually won this. They have it? won the quiz then. Okay, so what, what's left there? Current
1: events, people, places, odds and ends. Mike.
0: <laughs> Excuse me. I'm okay. Yes, your choice, Mike. What would you like there? Hmm. All the way from Willow Street, Pennsylvania, nine miles south of Lancaster. Seven. Seven miles. What do you think, Lynn? Come on, give me a little attitude here. Seven <laughs> miles, nine miles.
7: Seven I'm having miles. a rough
0: day here, can't you tell? What? Seven miles, actually. Seven miles, yes. Uh, I've been corrected three or four times. Okay. She's uh, upbraided me for my uh, male behavior, and uh, (laughs) he couldn't get car talk for his plates. Yes, you
5: should be ashamed of yourself. It's a rough morning for you.
1: Yes, it's rough.
0: Mike, uh, what did you want? Uh,
5: What were the choices again?
1: (laughs) Current events, people, places, odds, and ends. Yes.
5: Let's try
0: places. Places, okay, it could be anywhere. Let's see if it is. Yes, it is. What percentage of Americans... Stranded on an island with their family would take along Candyland to play. (laughs) (laughs) Is it 19%, 11%, or 3%? You know Candyland. If you have kids, you know Candyland with little lollipop fairies and chocolate.
11: How old are the children in these families? We don't know. We don't know. We have no idea. Hmm. Geez, I don't know, Mike. I'm leaning toward a pretty low percentage, percentage rate Percentage of Americans
0: the stranded on an island where a family would take a long canyon, land. 19%, 11%, or 3%, according to Family Fun magazine.
11: What do you think,
5: Mike? 3 or 11, one of those two. Need an answer. What'd you say? Don't overthink 11? it. 3 or 11%, one or the other. Or 19. Which do you think? <laughs> those are the three possibilities.
0: Need an answer, friends. I'm sorry. What? 19, 11, or three. Need an answer. One of those.
11: Well, a lot of. I don't know. Should we go with the high one there, Mike? Maybe this is one of the surprise ones. You go with 19?
0: Uh, All right. We'll go with 19 then. All right. 19% is right.
5: Surprisingly high. In fact, unbelievable, really.
0: Are these the same
11: people with a lot of tattoos?
0: Uh, this is a, people who don't mind playing a stupid game over and over again. <laughs> Boy, just to drive me nuts. I'm so glad they're past it. Number one is still Monopoly. Uh, oh no, number one is a Deck of Cards, taking a deck of cards, which is a mistake, too, actually, as I think about it. Monopoly, number two, number three, Uno, four, Yahtzee. And five is Candyland and the all-time hit list.
1: And Jim... The Mike, uh, they've answered three questions correctly. Thereby, they've won the quiz and can go on and uh, answer two more questions correctly and win a whole bag full of prizes. Are you going
0: to go on? <laughs> Oh, I think so. Yes, they're going to go on. Oh. Hallelujah. Okay, got to get them both right. What's left there
1: again? Current events, people, or odds and ends?
0: Current events, people, odds and ends. Uh, current events. Current events, right out of the news. Let's see what it is. Yes. Is there a show where contestants can climb into a rat filled pit for cash? Yes. Or do we have there to is. invent one?
11: No, there is, right? That's that fear factor thing. Right, yep. Mike? Yes, I
0: believe That's so. That's right, yeah. there is. And yeah. unbelievable as it seems oh. to me. We're thinking of adding that. Four We're of adding right and no wrong. This is very exciting, Jim. What's left there? People or odds and ends. People, odds and ends. Mike? Um, I'll
5: go for odds and ends.
0: Odds and ends? Leaning towards that? Yeah. Okay. You should not jog which of these times? During the first week of your menstrual cycle? During the last week of your menstrual cycle? Or during days 10 through 14 of your menstrual cycle if you wish to preserve your knees? <laughs> I don't know. I read this. I thought it was interesting, and I'm trying to. I'm trying to educate as well as uh, hallucinate. Jeez. Talk it over your now. knees. Your knees. Yeah. Some for some reason it uh... has to do
5: with uh-huh. uh, calcium.
11: Mike, you've got to know something about endocrinology or something here. Yeah, you should help me out. <laughs> shouldn't you? I know. You
5: computers. live seven miles from Lancaster. <laughs> you should. <laughs> You
0: should not jog the first week of your menstrual cycle, the the last week, week or the uh, days 10 through 14, if you wish to preserve the ligaments in your knees. Ligaments. (laughs) Mm. (laughs) Try and educate, so you get rebuffed at every turn. What's it going to be? Mike, Uh, Lynn?
5: What do you think? 10
0: through 14? 10 through 14 is right! unbelievable! I don't know how you're supposed to know when that is, but... I'm not sure why that is, but that's what I read, and take it for what it's worth. I heard on all things considered, it must be true.
1: <laughs> Jim, and Mike, they won it all, haven't they? Mike, you've won an assortment of craft salad dressings, and for a feng shui salad, imagine a waterfall, arrange ingredients organically to round off the harsh corners of the plate, pacify the vegetables with your favorite craft, ranch dressing, meditate, and serve. The feng shui salad around here, the dressing is, of course, craft. Then while away, sultry afternoons listening to the Revenant CD. Artists and whores, including such hits as Every Single Minute With You, is like a minute alone. It's from Epiphany <laughs> Records. And head for the beach to read Michael's book, Wisconsin Curiosities. It's written with Diana Cook from the Globe Pequot Press. Lynn, you won't have to spend months and months sailing the high seas to achieve your own ship in a bottle. A genuine brigantine, no less, from Lighthouse Nautical Gifts. You can visit there at LighthouseNautical.com. Then go ashore and visit the canines of the city and the lakes for Mary Ruth Marks' book The Dogs of Madison that Michael Feldman says is to drool for. It's from Otero Press. Go on a romantic censored date in the palm of your hand with Matt Pollard's Oma Darlin, a, th- a thumb cinema flip book and hide yourself away wearing an I Survived Michael Feldman's Why To You Know camouflage t-shirt. Congratulations.
0: Thank you, Lynn. Nice to meet you again. hope I made up for my little indiscretion. Mike, hang on. Make sure you get that stuff. Nice
1: talking with you. Thank
0: you. You too. Nice
1: playing. And, Michael, some tickets are still available for next week's show. All they have to do is call 608-262-2201.
0: It's up there in Door County. You know, each week at this time, we send people around the world on free, expense-paid trips. No, that's not what we do. What we do is simply throw a dart at the map, we pick our Town of the Week, and here is Jim Packard to tell you our Town of the Week for this week.
1: This week's town began as a dream of one Benjamin Franklin Dillingham. He wanted to run a railroad throughout the island of Oahu, so on New Year's Day, 1890, the line reached a new town site, and that location is Pearl City, Hawaii. Named for the Pearl River and Pearl Harbor, the town was sited at the edge of sugarcane fields, which are now homes and yards. The river disappeared years ago into concrete channels and pipes, and if you've seen the film Pearl Harbor, you know this town is a Disney movie set. There were 140 people in town when the railroad first arrived, and it's grown to some 30,000 people, the second largest residential area on the island. Uh, Following the raid on the harbor, 1,000 homes in Pearl City were confiscated for use as naval housing. The uh, high school chargers band is one of the best in Hawaii. This is the home of Leeward Community College and West Oahu College, and it remains our town of the week, Pearl City, Hawaii.
0: Thank you, Jim. We've been calling randomly for all the weeks we've been trying to get Pearl City to uh, Hawaii. We have uh, Arlene Ching on the line with us now from Pearl City. Hi, Arlene. It's about 5 in the morning there, isn't it?
8: Uh, a little later than that, but yes, the yeah. sun's just rising. Good morning. Good
0: morning. Thank you for waking up so early to be with us. You're welcome. Pearl City looks like it's gorgeous. Is it as beautiful as it appears?
8: It is, and we watched all those planes flying around when the movie was being shot, too. So clear skies, lots of sunshine, good place to visit.
0: Yeah, when they made the movie, they actually bring in uh, Japanese uh, Zeros uh, and and They had
8: American them. planes that had the Zeros on
0: them. Yeah, and that must have been pretty scary for a lot it of people. It was fun. Yeah, it was fun. So you're—I mean, uh, uh, the movie itself. Did you get to see the movie then? And
8: uh, <laughs> I must be one of the few people in Pearl City who's been too busy.
0: To too busy. That. Okay. If we're coming to Pearl City, what were some of the things that we should be sure to see, Arlene? Oh
8: gosh, we've got the first Sam's Club in Hawaii. Uh huh. That's a big deal for
0: us. Sam's Club is cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And Gotta have that. The people
8: will open tomorrow or next week. Uh huh. So we'll have a 24-hour hardware store. Cool. Yeah.
0: So you take us to the hardware store and Sam's Club, basically.
8: Well, there's lots of other things, too, but you'd have to um, drive a little to go find it, like the peninsula, mm-hmm. where um, Old Pearl City was, and um, some places, I mean, some of those places there, they still have houses that were, um, they're still around from um, the bombing of Pearl Harbor time. Didn't get yeah. bombed.
0: Yeah, yeah. But it's, it seems so gorgeous and stuff. They, they actually, when they made the movie, did they change things around?
8: Not in the area we live in. Yeah. It was across the, um, the, the Pearl Harbor and mm-hmm. Ford Island. That's where a lot of the shooting, I mean, the, the shooting of the film took place as yeah. well as, you know, the bombing. Yeah. But we could see all that because we could see Pearl Harbor from Pearl City.
0: Yeah. Uh, going out for an evening's fun in, in Pearl City, where do you go?
8: Oh, there's um, um, bars and that play cowboy music. That's kind of fun. And then we all have Zippies, too. That's a, a 24-hour you know, place to go pick up a hamburger, and we've got four of them in a two-mile area.
0: Four Zippies. Four Zippies. That sounds like a place for me, four zippies in one area. is yeah. There's a lot of zippies.
2: Yeah.
0: And, uh, and you like the cowboy uh, music, do you?
8: Uh, when you pass by it, it sounds real good.
0: But you've never gone in?
8: Well, I've got a family. I, I keep yeah. pretty good hours, you know. Yeah.
0: They can't tell you everywhere, though. You could lose them. <laughs>
8: Like, find me down
0: there in Texas, yeah. <laughs> yeah. What, what do you do uh, for a living, Arlene?
8: I'm a librarian.
0: Librarian. So you're you not working uh, this morning, are you?
8: I sure am.
0: Oh, you got to get up and go to work then.
8: Yeah. Okay.
0: Yeah. We won't keep you. Thank you so much for talking with us. Arlene Thank Ching you. in Pearl City, Hawaii. Aloha.
1: Our time of the week, we have something for Thanks. you, too. We'll send that out. We're going to send along some coffee and Latour chocolate bar from Victor Allen's Coffee and Tea of Madison. Thank you very much. Michael Feldman's What Do You Thanks, Know is produced Arlene. by Wisconsin Public Radio for Public Radio International. Michael Feldman, producer international, with help from Lyle Anderson, Doug Gordon, Kathy Silver, Judith Ije Kavala, Diana Cook, Debbie Dillard, Kelly Osborne, Zach Hedlin, Stephen Colon, and Al Ritchie.
0: Bye-bye, Mike. Thanks for being here. Talk to you next week. Bye-bye.
1: PRI, Public Radio
5: International.